just start small, pick a few things in each category like sleep or brain or recovery, have a couple of things that you can utilize via better living through science for those particular pain points. And then understand that you have a lot of time to kind of cycle through and try some other things, but don't get everything at once because then you're just going to have this dizzying array of stuff that stresses you out and doesn't help you. I'm Luke Story. For the past 22 years, I've been relentlessly committed to my deepest passion, designing the ultimate lifestyle based on the most powerful principles of spirituality, health, psychology, and personal development. The Lifestylist Podcast is a show dedicated to sharing my discoveries and the experts behind them with you. You are so lucky. You know why? Because you're hearing this podcast at a time in history where there's blue blocking eyewear that doesn't suck and make you look like a total nutcase. When I first found out that being exposed to artificial blue light at night trashed my melatonin and then ultimately my sleep, which leads to a trash life, I was super bummed because if I wanted to go out in public, I had to wear these horrific really lame blue blocking glasses that a probably really didn't work because they were kind of yellowish they weren't like the right spectrum that really cuts out the blue and green light like raw optics do but now alas we're all super stoked because we can protect our melatonin and our sleep by wearing blue blocking glasses that are really well designed and super cool looking Um, people barely even give you a second glance because you look somewhat normal which is awesome so you can be kind of like a low-key download biohacker and people just think at worst like oh that guy's kind of weird like does he think he's cool wearing his sunglasses at night if they just think that i don't really care if they think i'm weird and i also have really bad taste in eyewear well that's a double lose and i'm not willing to pay that price even for quality sleep but seriously i'd love for you to go check out my buddies over at rawoptics.com that's spelled r-a rawoptics.com where you will find some scientifically valid and also very well-designed, fashionable glasses. That's rawoptics.com. The code over there, because you know I got you a code, is Lifestylist. That's going to save you 10% off at rawoptics.com. You are in for a real treat today, guys, because today is a special Christmas episode featuring my friend, Ben Greenfield. He's a New York Times bestselling author a world-renowned speaker, celebrity biohacker, and dad to twin boys, River and Taryn. Here's what's up. Ben came over to my house in LA. We spent over two hours going through every single supplement, smart drug, nootropic, herb, biohack on the entire property and turned it into a documentary film. So you can watch this on YouTube and you can also listen to this podcast because there's so much to learn. This is a show, whether it be the video or audio version, that you're probably going to have to listen to three or four times to really get it all. There's just so much valuable information presented. Ben is one of those guys who studies the science on health and can actually remember it and hold it all in his mind. He's quite an incredible guy. I study up on the data. I study the science. I figure out if something is viable and has efficacy. Then I get it. I try it. If I like it, I share it. And then I kind of forget about all the details. That's just the way I roll. I just want to move on to the next thing. But Ben goes through my whole house and I just learned so much from him during this recording. 
And he also learned a couple of things from me, if I don't say so myself. So we talked all about deuterium depleted water. Uh, we talked about microdosing psilocybin and LSD, the kind of crazy smart drugs like paracetam and Depranil and the Troscriptions Trochee with methylene blue and nicotine and caffeine. We took an ice bath on tape and on video. And uh, then we talked about all of the different peptides you can use, whether you inject them or take them orally. We talked about doing oral oxytocin. We talked about overdosing on Yohimbi. We talked about all of the superfoods, all of the herbs like pine pollen. We talked about qualia, modafinil. We talked about Keon coffee and the other Keon products that Ben's company makes, some really great stuff there. And then also really geeked out on on uh, coffee itself, like the best way to make it, brew it, et cetera, which I thought was really interesting. And then we go through all of the different sleep technologies, everything I use to improve and track my sleep in the room. We bust out the ozone machine. We go up and do the biocharger. We inhale some hydrogen, jump on the rebounder. And at the end, we hop in an ice bath. And so this is going to be a really fun video for you guys to watch. And I'm just going to tell you right now, you're going to be wanting to take notes really bad. And it's going to interrupt the process of you learning from this episode. So I've had my team over at Crate Media take meticulous notes. I mean, seriously, these are the most detailed show notes I've ever had. And they break them down and link out with hyperlinks to every single thing that Ben and I talk about in this epic two-hour video slash podcast. So if you want to get these notes, as I'm sure you do, just go to lukestory.com. Uh, click on podcast and just look for the Ben Greenfield show. You'll see it there and all of these notes are going to be there. So that's lukestory.com. If you're already on my email list, just check your email because today, which is Christmas Eve, happy, 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 Merry Christmas. Uh, you'll have all the links in your email. If you're not on my email list, you kind of missed out. And you're going to have to go to my site, but I'd love to invite you to join my email list. Here's what you do. Go to lukestory.com forward slash newsletter. That's lukestory.com forward slash newsletter. Or if you're on a US phone, you can text the word lifestylist to the number 44222. That's lifestylist to the number 44222. And you'll get next week's show notes with Gabby Bernstein. And you'll get every set of show notes following unless you decide to unsubscribe. But who would ever do that? Because my newsletters are awesome. They're just packed with free information. So again, you're going to want to watch this on YouTube. You're going to want to get to the show notes. You're going to go nuts listening to this because of all the links. And it's just, um, it's an incredible episode. And I'm so happy to drop this at the end of the year. And then our New Year's Eve episode is Gabby Bernstein. And that was also a fantastic conversation about mindset and spirituality. I've also got a solo show dropping this Friday where I talk about treating viruses, finding your tribe, brain mapping, and neuroplasticity. So we've got a lot of action coming at you guys. And more than anything, man, I just want to thank you so much for all of your support this year. If you're a new listener, you're about to hear a pretty insane episode. If you're a longtime listener, I know you're going to enjoy this one. These are the questions I've been getting, you know, is like, what do I do at home? What's my lifestyle like? And Ben is a guy that really understood how to present that in a very educational and entertaining way. Uh, the two of us together, I think, created some magic. So Merry Christmas and every other holiday that you might be celebrating this winter. And uh, I'll be back at you on New Year's Eve with yet another episode.
So what I want to do, Ben, is show you some of the shit I'm working with here. Okay. See if you see that I'm missing anything. Okay. <laughs> and maybe even turn, which is unlikely, was you're about to see. And then um, I might turn you on to some shit too that you don't know. Great. About yet. Because awesome. I, I imagine like your kitchen is much the same way. Um, I have. I don't know my way around my kitchen very well. My <laughs> like this. My is, wife is the queen of this. The is my food: three packs of beef jerky, some stale almonds, some deuterium depleted water. That's all your food. Yeah, I'm not a big food guy. <laughs> I have oh. a bunch of tuna and or um, salmon and sardines. Yeah, and then the rest is really this. I mean, this is it. I mean, I eat, you know what I'm saying? But I just usually... Well, what, what do you... What I do you, cook up some... How do you get food? I cook up some fish or okay. some grass-fed beef. And I also order pre-made um, paleo meals from... Oh, uh, okay. So you're getting, you're getting your food. Yeah, they deliver... Basically kind of outsourced. They deliver it and then I just heat it up. That works. It's called model meals. That works for it. Yeah. So... A bachelor like you. Yeah. I mean, when I had a girlfriend up until very recently, um, yeah. she would cook and we would... Pay a little more attention, yeah. but it's kind of more yeah. utilitarian. Our, at this point. Uh, our house is just all organ meats and sprouts and fresh vegetables and and uh, a lot of real food. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> that's that's because my wife and my kids are absolute foodies. And most they are. So there's just there's you know food everywhere. Yeah, food. You know, lots of, of uh, like ancient grains and rices and legumes and glass mason jars for fermenting. You eat legumes, sprouting. Absolutely. You tolerate them. Yeah, you do absolutely. Yeah, you like. Have I mean, to we sprout them we, and uh, shit? we deactivate everything. We sprout oh, okay. it, yeah. ferment, we soak. Yeah, uh, okay. Yeah, but um, my own personal diet of late has been more kind of uh, focused on organ meats and wild caught fish and meat to a certain extent, and then a lot of like underground storage organs, like sweet potatoes and yams, some right. squash, some pumpkin, which is technically not an underground storage organ but so you're eating yeah. like a northern yeah. european yeah it's a very kind of northern european a yeah. little bit of raw honey um you know a cup of coffee a glass of wine but it's very yeah. simple when i'm at home yeah and then when i travel you know i'll admit like i'll drop in the air one and, and buy some kind of a spend four hundred dollars raw lunch. blueberry <laughs> cheesecake for 40 bucks yeah, yeah. buffalo cauliflower i gotta um, stay out of that store dude yeah so what are we looking at here okay all, so all the, yeah all so the I'm, gonna, I'm gonna run you through a couple things the first thing that I'm really excited about is I just met a guy and because um, we're on video to have to remain unnamed, but he makes a microdose psilocybin tincture. Hmm. He grows them himself and they're the albino something strain, huh. uh, similar in strength to like a penis envy yeah. mushroom. Yeah. Well, but they, he, they say the, uh, the more a uh, psilocybin mushroom looks like a penis, the more efficacious it is. I don't know if that, there's anything to be said that, that but sense. I do know the, the large amount of the, the psilocybin and the alkaloids are concentrated in the head. So this is so, not what it says on it. It's psilocybin. Well, it has lion's mane, reishi, mm-hmm. cordyceps, and niacin in the perfect ratios for true microdosing. So one dropper of this is one-tenth of a gram. So it's 100 But there's milligrams. also psilocybin in this. Yeah, it's okay. 100 milligrams of okay. psilocybin. So it's almost like the Paul Stamets stack. It's with exactly the that with some wow. other stuff in there. And Very cool. And it's absolutely perfectly measured, which is cool because I've always found it difficult. I mean, I'll have mushrooms around and I'm like really paranoid to trip when I don't want to. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, homeboy figured it out. Uh, is, this is only like a few days I got this. It's that's really cool. cool. Is this like a local LA guy or? 
Uh, he's a bit of a vagabond, mm-hmm. you know, because it's a little bit under. And, and is this his company? Yeah, don't say under? the name. Of I, I'm, I'm not. I'm I can careful. introduce you to him. I, yeah, and you guys very, watching, very I'm so I mean, sorry I, that I can't introduce. I you. I kind of blend up my own mixes at home using like the the four sigmatic lion's mane, and and I've got a um, a guy in Florida who grows some really nice penis envy psilocybin that I'll mix with that and right. use every three or four days. Right. Um, and often I will use a little bit of niacin with that too, but. That's yeah, a, that's a cool idea. Just Isn't kind that of a great? done for you blend. Yeah, dude. As psilocybin grows in legality, these kind of things will become increasing. Oh, totally. Common. That's what yeah. he's kind of banking on. That's yeah. why it's like a little low key right now. Yeah. yeah. Then he also makes um, capsules with the same formula mm-hmm. that are a little bit stronger. Hmm. So if you mm-hmm. wanted to like feel a little bit of it, but mm-hmm. I take one of these and I feel nootropic. If I take two, I'm nootropic and a little happy, mm-hmm. but able to drive and like totally yeah. be normal. You it's know, a great idea. I love it's that. It's cool, right? Yeah. Then the other thing, I don't know if you've gotten into this. Is not the the thing that it came in, but the is Depernil black bottle? You ever yeah, Depernil? Um, no, I've used it before. It's not something I am a huge fan of, just due to the potential for overriding some of the receptors associated with dopamine, particularly. Ah, right. It may result in a little bit of dopamine insensitivity, meaning that big, big picture explanation would be things that would normally be pleasurable for you begin to decrease in their in their pleasurability, just because you get that much. Your dopamine receptors basically multiply. So you need more dopamine to fill those receptors. Oh, interesting. The more you use something like Depronil, it is effective, but it's one of those that I don't use simply because I don't want to set myself up for needing more dopamine to get enjoyment out of anything from you know sex to food. to So it could make Instagram and well. pornography ineffective. <laughs> Theoretically, <laughs> theoretically. Yeah. Yeah. So, so looking at the pharmacokinetics of that, yeah. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of Depronil. Yeah. Um, it would also depend a little bit on your uh, on your genetics as far as dopamine. Interesting. Some people are very fast dopamine responders and um, kind of like a fast coffee oxidizer could probably handle a little bit. More I am that. one of those. Yeah. Yeah. The Depronil I do maybe three days a week, a really yeah. tiny dose, like yeah. two drops. And yeah. So I, if you have very robust COMT gene activity, you could probably get away with a little bit. I find that it works pretty well, but that's interesting because I'm always nervous about anything that's going to downregulate you, like taking melatonin all the time or mm-hmm. uh, glutathione, yeah. things like that, that your that your body is supposed to be making and you're sending a signal to your body like, oh, you guys don't worry about it. I got it. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Interesting. Um, the other thing, oh, I know what <laughs> other thing I want to show you. You interviewed Dr. Ted, right? Achacoso. Yeah, Achacoso. Yeah. So, have you gotten any of his trochies, the canatine blue? Yeah, those are really nice, and and I especially like those for a walk in the sunshine because the the methylene blue gets activated by the photons of sunlight. Are you serious? So, the best way to take that, and and I actually, you know, th- those things are are a little bit hard to come by right now, but I don't even use them unless I'm in the sun, just because I want the full benefit. Oh, that's of funny. Using um, the the infrared light panels can work. All right, but I think some of the visible rays of sunlight and the concentration when you're out in the sun, the heat might have a little bit of an effect too. Right. Uh, I have gone on a, a morning beach walk three times since I've been here in LA, and each yeah. time I had one of those dissolved in my mouth, and you just feel this nice little uptake of energy. He puts a, a little microdose of CBD in there, right. a little bit of nicotine, right. a little bit of methylene blue, 
I think there's one other thing in there. Uh, like CBD, methylene blue, nicotine, caffeine. Caffeine. Yeah. yeah, caffeine's the fourth one. Yeah. Yeah, I freaking love these things, and they're just in the process of scaling. As you said, so they're really scarce. Yeah. They just sent me some, and I'm like, wait, how many? Okay, I have to pace them yeah. out over the week when I record podcasts. But yeah. for nootropics, dude, these things are one of the most effective I've ever tried. Yeah, and met- methylene blue is actually, it's, it's very good for the mitochondria. You uh, Kind of similar to the use of something like a, a juve light, excess activation of cytochrome C oxidase in the mitochondria can cause free radical production that can get out of hand, meaning that you wouldn't want to use too much methylene blue. You wouldn't uh, want to stand in front of a, a juve panel for more than about 20 minutes. Right? Uh, so, so it's very similar to a lot of these hormetic type of stressors. You know, I rarely will get an ice bath for longer than 10 minutes just because, you know, too much results in excess stress. So You know what? When I do... Over 10 minutes in the ice bath, which mine's usually around between 35 and 40 degrees. Mm-hmm. 10 minutes is kind of my sweet spot. And now I kind of have a, just an internal timer. I know when it's 10 minutes. I used to have yeah. to set an alarm. But the days where I go 15 or 20 minutes, I actually get really tired. Mm. After I'm not like I warm up super fast. I'll work out a little bit, jump yeah. on the trampoline. But the yeah. rest of the day, I'm kind of like dragging and, and ass. Have you ever worn a, that's a blood glucose monitor? Not during. Once you get past about 10 minutes, the hypoglycemia in most people stays with you for about five to six hours. What? Meaning that you can have a blood glucose of 40 to 60. And if you're used to, you know, humming along as most people are at, even people who are low carb, you know, metabolically flexible, they're going to be at 60 to 90 for blood glucose. But if you are, if you drop that down to 40, you're going to feel like this kind of cognitive slump. And the best way to know if, if that is the case, if you don't have a blood glucose monitor, is just like eat a yam or a sweet potato or something like that. And if you feel that surge of energy, it's just because the the glycemic drop in response to the cold is that intense. Trippy, dude. Yeah. Which is great if you're, you know, if you're trying to kind of get on the on the bullet train to metabolic flexibility, but it does kind of suck. Like it can drain your energy, it can take away your focus. So I'm a fan of, of smaller, more sane bouts of the ice bath. That's do you just explain why I usually kind of at 10, I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I have the tendency, I'm like, well, if 10's good, 20 minutes must be better, but not necessarily. Yeah. And you could always just get like an AccuCheck blood glucose monitor from right. Walgreens or CVS if you didn't want to get a prescription for a you know Dexcom or right. a Freestyle or something like that. Um, interesting about the methylene blue, not wanting to do it too much because I got this powdered extract. Yeah. And important, by the way, for, for the listeners and yeah. the viewers to know that that needs to be pharmaceutical grade. Right. Blue. right. Yeah. yeah. Because there's like dyes and shit on Amazon. <laughs> yeah. I got this off a reputable site. Yeah. But what's crazy about it is, is it's so concentrated. Like a match head of this will turn a huge glass of water dark, dark blue. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's difficult to dose. Yeah. Yeah. So turn, I basically turn, made turn myself your pee blue. green as the yellow yeah. interacts with the blue in your pee. And yeah. It's green fucking pee. crazy. So yeah. I, I, so if you have methylene blue, and uh, and a nice beet goat cheese salad. You can you can poop red and pee <laughs> green. As right. a true biohacker. All right. Next thing that you turned me on to do, which I'm really loving, is the oh. um, Visalutin peptides yeah. for your eyes. Yeah. I think I emailed you about very and you were like, try this the, one. The data on uh, it's uh, SKQ1, I believe, is the the actual. Uh, molecule. That's the that's the active ingredient in that. 
And visomitin is something that's been shown to reverse retinal damage in rodent models. And they've done studies in humans and shown improvement in vision. And I think it was a Russian study where they actually got rid of blindness in rodent models. Like they reversed blindness using these visomitin drops. Um, I've never, my vision is fine, but seeing the data in it, I actually have a whole section on SKQs in my new book. Uh, it's, it's pretty compelling if you have eye issues, like, you know, you do some visomitin and, and get like the Z health vision gym, which is kind of like a new systematized version of the Bates method of like oh, really? you know, muscle exercises for your oh, eyes, cool. convergence, divergence. You get these little, you know, panels, like the 3d posters at the mall that you stare at and try right, to see right. the, the, the image, the statue of Liberty or what have you. Well, these are similar. It's like home-based eye muscle exercises. And the reason they're not popular is is human psychology, right? It's so much easier to just put on a set of glasses or some contacts instead of retraining your eye musculature. But the people who actually do this, probably the most notable guy who has talked about his experience with it uh, pretty comprehensively is uh, Vishen Lakhani of uh, Mind Valley. Oh, really? Yeah, if you look up Vishen and his experience with with the base method and convergence, divergence exercises for the eyes to retrain the eyes. He got himself off glasses using that method. Oh, I'm so, on it. Cause I, yeah. I, I'm my, de- my vision's decent, but it does get a little blurry distance. Mm-hmm. And I find wearing glasses so annoying. So I pretty much mm-hmm. only wear them when I drive at night or yeah. going to the movies or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, I'm going to keep on the protocol. Uh, okay. Next thing is <clears throat> oxytocin. Oh, and, and by the way, I yeah. would say for, for people who might be listening, because I'm, I'm sure some people are very interested in that, I have, again, because I haven't had a need to, haven't purchased that that supplement, the uh, the Visolutin. Where did you get that? Visolutin was kind of hard to find. And I think you told me about some eye drops too. Yeah, the Visomitin eye drops were the ones I yeah. found, but I've never seen this And they before. were both kind of hard to find and i'll put the links in the show okay. notes because that, i have is them that book oral or topical this one's these ones are oral okay but then there's the drops right that you actually take in right. your eyes and those which, those are the ones that the actual research was done on were the drops uh, i'm you know unfamiliar with the the difference between the oral and the drops the combination of, between okay, the two efficacy. is helping a lot without wow. even doing any eye exercises so cool yeah so i'm hopeful about being able to get rid of glasses. I love science. I do too. Well, that's why I was like, I love going through this stuff with you because you actually remember the data. I read and read and I'm like, okay, is this legit? I search around for the best source and all that. But then I sort of just get rid of that data once I've determined that it's legitimate and I don't remember. That's probably good for you because you keep a clear head for other creative ventures. Right. 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 Or almost like Sherlock Holmes, right? He forgets facts so he can focus on sleuthing. I mean, it's, it's really that way because I only, you know, I don't want to use a hard drive space with data that I don't need once I've learned enough to know that I want to try something. It's reasonable. But that's where guys like you come yeah. in. Um, next thing is oxytocin. Hmm. You ever mess with these? Uh, I have used oxytocin and do use oxytocin, uh, particularly for sex, but always uh, a nasal spray. Yeah, like these guys. Yeah, uh, not that one, but I have a I have a physician compound it with ketamine. For oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. So but I've, I've never. Is this like an oxytocin trochee? Uh huh. Hmm. It is. Yeah, I think I might have one actually. All all sorts of 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 uh. New things. For people well, in my form. Now, now, are we going? Are we going? Sure. 
Are we going to uh, to put resources for people like on our yeah respective show notes wherever this stuff yeah. appears? I have links to almost all this stuff, at least the stuff that's legal. So, for those of you unfamiliar with oxytocin, the hormone that you'd release in response to, well, I suppose I should say a baby would release in response to breastfeeding, unless you're an adult breastfeeder. <laughs> Or hand-holding, hugging, sex, physical contact, you get this release of oxytocin. It's a feel-good trust hormone. Uh, It also has a little bit of an anti-inflammatory effect, particularly in neural tissue. And it makes you feel good. It kind of of makes the appetite or the, um, not the appetite, but just the mood overall a little bit more agreeable. Um, Enhances touch, which is why it's nice for sex. Uh, not something you'd want to take before like a really hard day of work where you're negotiating. You would want to take it before you go to 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 uh, purchase a car, for example, or you turn you into a pushover. You get you you do like it, <laughs> yeah, like I'm not joking. Like you actually totally. get more trustworthy. So in about 15 minutes, I'll be highly gullible and just believe and trust in anything. <laughs> That Luke tells me about his supplements here. That's where we get on the experimental biohacks. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so yeah, the oxytocin. What I find it's useful for is if I have uh, an amygdala, like um, trauma loop kind of thing mm-hmm. happening, where I get triggered by something, and I'm like, I get super on edge. Like if I'm on the verge of getting super annoyed or angry, or like having mm-hmm. a more acute situation of anxiety. Picture like the IRS knocking on your door or, you know, fight with the girlfriend, something that you're like, and you kind of, you know, getting that fight or flight. The oxytocin has um, a way of kind of rounding out sharp emotions. Hmm. Not that you can bypass them. Obviously, there's something going on. You have to deal Mm -hmm. with it on a psychological and spiritual level. But it does seem to kind of like relax me a little bit if I'm having a moment where I kind of freak out. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm into it. There will be no freak out moments. No. Next one is <laughs> something that could put someone in a mental institution for their entire life if they drank that. And this is, again, a, um, a highly, a very specifically measured LSD. I think it's called, I, was gonna guess I think it's LSD. called Pink Cloud or something. Pink mm-hmm. something. Anyway, it's a pharmaceutical, super, super pure LSD. And it's in ethanol and it's measured so that one. One little drop is one twentieth of a hit of acid. So about uh, five micrograms. I think it is that. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And as long as you only get the one drop, you're only getting the nootropic effect and mm-hmm. no psychoactive effect. That's discernible mm-hmm. one anyway. Yeah. Which took me a long time to procure because it's not the type of thing that I would like want to get from someone that wasn't. Yeah, reputable and didn't know the chemist that made it and all of that stuff. Obviously, yeah. on camera, I can't see where it came from. But well, for, for the longest time, and by the way, LSD is amazing for, for a day in which you need to solve problems. Right? Analytical and creative thinking merge when right. you use it. For the longest time, uh, lysergy, if you happen to have cryptocurrency or Bitcoin, was the best place to buy these lysergamides, like LSD analogs. You can get uh, LSDP on that site. You can, right? but that site no longer exists. Are you serious? So there are there are other um, because of guys there are, like there are other not for human consumption websites where you can purchase you know the, these lysergamides. You can also purchase 
in a very similar fashion to to how you can get uh, LSD or variants of it, like PLSD, which works right. very similarly. PLSD, that's P-LSD. what Dr. Ted was telling me about. Yeah, you can also get from a lot of these websites 4-ACO-DMT. And 4-ACO-DMT is extremely similar to psilocybin. But it's, you know, it's it's uh, standardized dosage. You don't have to mess around, figure out, you know, how much is in the stalk, how much is in the head. The reaction to it is almost identical to that of psilocybin. And oh, it's, interesting. it's very similar. You can mix it up, you can microdose, you can mix it with lion's mane, et cetera. It, it works almost exactly the same as psilocybin. Interesting. Yeah, and that one also, you can buy in powder, you can buy in liquid. And these are usually uh, like chemistry websites that you get this kind of stuff. Right. With. So proceed with caution. Uh, with any of this stuff, the same way as you would proceed with caution with stuff you can get off Amazon. I mean, you can get caffeine powder on Amazon and, and kill yourself, literally. Like like the toxicity really? of caffeine is remarkably low. You take a couple of tablespoons of a caffeine powder, you can just buy bulk and you can die. So holy crap! I mean, it, anything uh, can be dangerous. So <laughs> you just reminded me of something. Let me see if I have this thing in here. I probably hid it from myself so it didn't happen again. But one day I took, I was going to get frisky. And, and by the way, as you're digging for that, yeah, please note that there is no way in hell that Luke has children. Because if you were in my house, this is exactly about the height of a 10-year-old boy. Yeah, no, that would yeah. be in a safe, right? Yeah. Um, what I was looking for, oh, here it is. God, this evil stuff. Um, Yohimbi HCL. Mm-hmm. One day I was going to get a little frisky, and I was like, Yohimbi, like uh, mm-hmm. aphrodisiac, you know, enhancer yeah. of sex. I didn't realize this was like a pharmaceutical extract of the Yohimbi bark that's super mm-hmm. strong, and I kind of eyeballed a dose. Yeah. And it's the closest I've ever been to taking myself to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Like my heart was exploding out of my chest. I turned beet red. I was sweating. It was the worst anxiety I've ever had in my life. I'm but sure I, the sex must have been amazing. <laughs> yeah, totally. Or non-existent. <laughs> well, that's that's just from the sex. No, but um, but I, the only reason I didn't go to the hospital is like, what are they going to do? You know, I was like. Yeah, and I just I yeah. took a sauna. Um, I took a bunch of charcoal. Like I did everything I could to get so it out the of me. Best thing you can do is sweat, consume a binder like charcoal or chlorella, yeah. and then just sit it out. So to your point, um, all of the stuff that we're talking about, I'm, I'm not. I don't want to be like a promoter of things that are dangerous. These are like just things I've researched. You've researched. Yeah, these are these are tools. You have to be tool really box. careful. You know, God has covered this planet that we live on with all sorts of amazing molecules. It's not to say you take each and every one of them every day. If you were to open, well, not your refrigerator, but my refrigerator, you know, like I said, there's actual you know, sprouts and fish <laughs> and meats and mayonnaise and mustard. And you don't open my refrigerator and say, holy gosh, Ben, do you eat all this stuff every day? No. If I'm, if I'm going to have an Italian meal, I'm having the rosemary and the thyme and Maybe some lamb meatballs and you know a little bit of like a, a millet pasta or, or a you know a, a zucchini spiralized pasta or something like that and some extra virgin olive oil, right? And so everything is used at a certain time in a certain place with wisdom and precise dosages. So right. um, I think a lot of people see things like this, you know, a video like this, and want to want to do it all, all the things. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you, you need to educate yourself and, and learn over time what works for you. And then use things for specific circumstances. LSD, if you have a very analytical and, and creative thinking day, um, something like psilocybin for maybe a nature hike or a hunt or some plant foraging, something like the oxytocin for sex or a sane dose of Yohimbi, you know. And so, yeah, it, it's 
it's just like cooking, right? You, you put in a little bit of this, a little bit of that when when the 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 time calls for it, but you don't open up the spice cabinet and dump every spice into the into the pot. All right. Thank you for that. I always like to give a little disclaimer because I don't be responsible for anyone doing crazy shit. All right. So some of the stuff then is key, just, key on lean. That's the best thing you have. Yeah. Here. Some yeah. of the things are just standard, <laughs> but uh, the key on lean, I really liked the idea of this because at night, I'm, I, I wouldn't say I'm like full ketosis all the time during the day, but I just generally avoid carbs. But at night, I want to have some wild blueberries or yeah. I don't know, you know, some gluten-free crackers or something from time to time. And from what I understand, this stuff uh, helps you kind of get away with carbs. So explain this to me and the people. Yeah, at home. it just assists with with healthy blood sugar management. So, oh, okay. um, you know, I, as the founder of that company, you know, if you were holding up anything else, I could I could speak with with far more. <laughs> I more, picked the one product where you're like, yeah, but, it works. But I, I have learned uh, from a legal standpoint. I can say that that supports healthy blood sugar management. Oh, right, um, right. The idea being that if you were to eat carbs and you didn't want them to spike your blood glucose, the active ingredients of that, uh, bitter melon extract and rock lotus, can assist with that. And what I like that for also, if you're not going to have it before like a an evening carb refeed, like if you're doing a cyclic keto thing mm-hmm. and you want to get back into ketosis faster after you've topped off your carbohydrate stores at the end of the day because you whatever, you're going to hit the gym the next morning and you want to make sure you can go glycolytic in the gym. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also use it for something that we were talking about earlier, like the cold. Right? You can actually enhance the drop in blood glucose and the shift of white adipose tissue to brown fat, particularly with the bitter melon extract. So it's a very good supplement for cold thermogenesis as well. So I can pop these before the ice pack? I have a lot of people pop two of those and then a cup of coffee because the caffeine from the coffee will enhance the fatty acid utilization before they go do the cold. You know, typically, you know, for somebody who I'm trying to help lose weight, they'll wake up, they'll do a cup of coffee or any other source of caffeine like green tea, two Keon Lean, 20 to 30 minutes of aerobic fasted cardio, and then finish that with about two to five minutes of cold. That's a very good strategy for staying lean. Good, because I want to be more lean. That's good to know. Uh, I was going to say something, but (laughs) you said it. Uh, Next thing is peptides. So this is my new morning routine right here. Now, I'm out of what I'm normally doing, which I learned about from you, is the BPC-157. And I have some issues with my shoulder and just random spots that hurt. And so... At first, I was just doing it subcutaneous, just like in my belly fat, just thinking, well, it's just going to go everywhere. Then I started doing them like where I had like tendon inflammation in my elbow. But then I heard that if you do subcutaneous, even at the site of an injury, that your bloodstream just picks it up and it just goes everywhere anywhere. So it doesn't really get in there. But then I started doing it right into the muscle right here that's inflamed or who knows what it is, like right into it. And it's helped a lot. The BPC-157. If what do you, you think about If you speak that? with a peptides manufacturer, like uh, tailor-made compounding is where I get a lot of my peptides yeah. because they use amino acid sequencers that allow them to create a very clean peptide. Right? No, no amino acid sequences that are not the peptide that it, that it says it has in there. Mm-hmm. They will tell you. Peptides work systemically. You could inject an anti-inflammatory like BPC-157 into adipose tissue, like, you know, two inches to the left to right of your belly button Mm -hmm. and get the effects in your knee or on tennis elbow. Right. That being said, 
if you go to any good like regenerative medicine physician, for example, a uh, good example would be Dr. Matthew Cook in San Jose. He will take like a big, long needle. And in the same way that you'd inject like a placental matrix or stem cell or exosomes into a joint, we'll do that with BBC-157. Oh, really? Yeah. At the same time, like he'll do a full-on like systemic IV of things like BBC-157 and then a very similar peptide, TB500 as well. Oh, yeah. So I think based on personal experience and speaking with some of these docs who are kind of on the cutting edge, that as close as you can get it to the site of injury, the better. Although the lion's share of folks you talk to about peptides will say, you know, put it anywhere, it's going to systemically work. Right. That's kind of the yeah. conflicting information I'm getting. Yeah. And until I subjectively had the experience of putting it right in the shoulder muscle and having it get better, mm-hmm. that's kind of what I thought. Too. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I go, for, so for example, I recently had a toe issue. Um, the last Spartan race I did, this, this toe, it's not that... You can see it's still just a little bit bigger, that left toe. See this kind of bump right here? Yeah, yeah. So I was literally going, and I did this about seven times, in a long insulin syringe right into there, like directly. Into, and you just kind of you know, bite your tongue and, yeah. and inject it all in. But, I mean, the pain disappeared almost instantly. Really? After doing that a few times. With the BPC-157? Uh, BPC yeah, so I, and, and I didn't notice anything when doing it systemically, like up in the abs. So I really right. think there's something to be said for localized cool. peptides. I'm going to keep doing that. The yeah. only thing is I can't figure out how to get it into like a tendon right here. It's so fucking painful, dude. You start to put that and needle in and it's like, ah! You just go to a happy place. It does kind of hurt. It's gnarly. The other one I've really been digging is the DSIP, deep sleep inducing yeah. peptide. Have you yeah. tried this one? I have, yeah. You take that about an hour before you go to bed, and that one you do inject, you know, systemically. Yeah, just because it's kind of cross the blood brain. Noticed barrier. your deep sleep scores are higher when you do it. Yeah, but consider this: it's during REM sleep that your body shifts into a ketotic state, and that's where you increase your metabolic flexibility and your substrate utilization of fats. That's also, and I know you're pretty familiar with deuterium-depleted water. It's during REM sleep that your body makes its own deuterium-depleted water. So if your only goal is to maximize deep sleep and you're sacrificing REM sleep, then arguably you're you're limiting some of the substrate utilization and some of the very beneficial deuterium-depleted water your body would normally create. So more deep sleep is, well, more deep sleep is good, but maximizing deep sleep at the cost of REM sleep is not necessarily a good thing. So you want to right. be careful. Like if you take DSIP and your deep sleep goes up to, let's say, 30%, which is not uncommon, but REM sleep drops to like 5%, then you need to be careful. Oh, yeah. That hasn't um, been happening for me. Yeah. I haven't looked at the percentages lately, but I probably average an hour and a half of each. Mm-hmm. And then maybe sometimes with this peptide, I might get up to two hours of deep, but I'm yeah. still getting my same hour and a half of yeah. And, and the other issue with DSIP is the, the tachyphylactic response to it, meaning the, the tolerance to it and the need for increasing dosages sets in pretty quickly. So uh, it's something okay. to use sparingly, such as you've gone to a movie, you know, you've had a ton of bright light at night, you know, you get back, take 60 milligrams of melatonin and some DSIP. Right, in a situation like that, right. when, when you know you need to just shove yourself. Or hacking jet lag or something like that. Yeah, something Time like that. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. And then the other one, which PT-141. I'm not familiar one. with PT-141. PT-141 is um, an aphrodisiac 
sort of Viagra type peptide. <laughs> However, I'm single at the moment, so I don't want to wake up with a sore arm, so I'm not taking it. But um, when I was dating, <laughs> uh, I tried it a few times, but it works, but it's so hard to time. It's so random. So you think like, yeah. okay, it's seven o'clock. Maybe I'll take it now. And by nine or 10, we'll probably be going to bed and have a need for it. And nothing, you know, different really happens. I'm out of the ordinary. And then like at four in the morning, you wake up like a 16 year old with a pup tent in your bed. And it's like, I don't, it's, it's got some value there if you really wanted to do some work, but, um, it, the timing is so random that I can't figure it out. So hence I kind of left it alone. I recall now I actually had heard uh, Carl Lenore of Superhuman Radio, who occasionally podcasts about peptides, talk about PT-141 and compared it to the old bodybuilding peptide, Melanotan, which you would inject to induce a tan without the tanning cream or the tanning lotion. And the side effect of that is big boners. Uh, I used Melanotan a few times and had almost like a... um, uh, a priapasmic-like reaction, meaning that I got boners during the night that would keep me up because they wouldn't go away for like five or six hours and you can't sleep and you know your dick hurts when you wake up. So I got pretty disillusioned with that stuff pretty quickly. And I actually got a nice tan. I mean, within a week, like <laughs> I, was, I was developing like this nice bronze tan, but right. um, not worth it. I mean, even, even if you are doing it for sexual performance, let's face it, like not many folks are using something like that so they can have five to six hours of sex every night. Right. You talk about deep sleep disruption, that's right. not getting much sleep. So, I mean, even, you know, I'd rather use just something that very quickly induces a boner, uh, like uh, nitroglycerin creams, very good for that. Like you just smear a little bit on your scrotum and like you're, you're off to the races. What? Really? Keep a little bit of that next to your bedside. Oh, you need damn. to be careful because that stuff is so efficacious if you've taken like beetroot extract or anything with sildenafil in it, like Viagra, your blood pressure will drop so low you can pass out. So if you use nitroglycerin cream, just make sure you don't use other vasodilatory substances along with it. Dude, Brad, I think I'm going to take the audio from this and make it like a bonus to the actual podcast. There's so much. Honestly, I thought that's what we were doing anyway. (laughs) We'll we'll do a real interview because I want to talk about a little more of the non-physical element, but we're almost done here. The rest of it is... Pretty much, there's a couple things, and the rest of it's just standard superfoods and stuff like that. Um, But there's a couple things I wanted to get your take on. One is pine pollen. Speaking Mm -hmm. of testosterone and sexual performance, this is uh, Daniel Vitalis' company, Thrival. Yeah, he's. I've been on this stuff for years, and it. I mean, there's enough research to indicate that it is going to help your testosterone levels. But subjectively, it's very good for performance. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's, it's the way that, that trees reproduce. You know, so, you know, you go and find a pine cone, you get the pollen out, and I mean, you can harvest that stuff yourself if you live in a forested area. Although, right. getting it from your thrival is probably easier. Right, uh, I've used it. Um, I didn't notice enough of an effect to really keep using it. But the data on it's good. I mean, like if if you wanted to experiment with it to see how it does for you, you know, probably the first person that made that popular was Tim Ferriss, who said in Four Hour Body that you should have some pine pollen with a big fatty steak to jack up your hormones before you you know go out on a date night. And um, there's a lot of people who anecdotally have a lot of had a lot of success with pine yeah. pollen. Um, I don't use it, but it you know, can work. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, the racetams in the nootropic category. Mm -hmm. As you can see, I have a really large 
can of paracetam. This shit, uh, the rest of the racetams, I don't really notice anything, but paracetam, which is probably arguably the most mild of them all, a heaping teaspoon or even a tablespoon of this before I have to speak on stage or record a podcast is my verbal acuity and ability to articulate and like word recall is off the charts. Yeah. And I'll, I'll tell you how to put paracetam on steroids and amplify that effect in a very clean manner. Listening. Um, Initially, the way to do it was to take some of that stuff from Neurohacker Collective, Quality of Mind, or Quality of Focus, and and co-administer that with the paracetam. But now there are two peptides that work extremely well with paracetam. One peptide is a topical. You smear it on either side of your neck, like right around the carotid artery. It's called dihexa. And you take that at the same time as paracetam and then also an intranasal peptide called cerebrolysine. It's also known as C-Max. So you do a couple sprays nasally of the C-Max. You smear some of the dihex on either side of your neck. You take some paracetam and you could approximate it to the way that you would feel on like uh, modafinil. Mm-hmm. With none of so, so the problem with modafinil is it turns you into a little bit of a robot. Like you, you get extremely systematic, logical, right. type A, and and it works as advertised. I mean, it it will keep you up when you are sleep deprived extremely well. Like you'll you still feel a little bit of sleep drive, but you just you don't fall asleep. Like it, and and so it works yeah. very well if you. You know, I'll, I'll occasionally take modafinil if, for example, I'm I'm flying Seattle to Tokyo. You know, getting into Tokyo at, at 10 p.m. You know, finally getting to my hotel, going to bed at midnight, and I got to be speaking on stage at a conference at 8 a.m. the next day, right? And so I know I'm going to be jet lagged on three hours of sleep. That's the time when I'll take modafinil. Me too. And even then, I'll take like half a tablet. Oh yeah, I've hours. never taken more than a half. A yeah. quarter to me is like yeah. It's interesting you describe it that way with modafinil, and I agree. It's like it's kind of an emergency, you know, thing that I use if I just don't get any sleep, or especially for traveling. But it's like it's not very good for being around people. Like yeah, when I'm exactly when I'm on modafinil and I'm on my computer and someone talks to me, I get really irritated. Like I can't yeah. have my focus broken. It makes your focus so good yeah. that it's hard to kind of. It's not really a flow state. It's like a fucking. Yeah, I guess I don't, you said I don't want to be on my around my or my wife and kids. Right? Like you're, just, <laughs> right. you're, you're a robot. You're, you're like, stop talking. I mean, I focused. suppose maybe you could. You could. I've never done this. Maybe you take oxytocin right at the same time that you take it and kind of take some of that edge off. Who knows? Uh, but that paracetam dihexa C max combo is amazing. On it, yeah, I'm doing it. That's my new podcast formula. Uh, the very last thing I wanted to get your take on, which I've I've kind of cycled in and out of, and this brand I just randomly picked up at Air One because I was like, oh, you know, what? I want some of um, exogenous ketones. What your what's your current take on the ketones that you can eat? They're they're efficacious. I mean, like if if you want to shift yourself into you know what you could arguably say is a, is an unnaturally high state of ketosis that you would from an ancestral standpoint had achieved via fasting and carbohydrate mitigation, but you want to stack extra ketones on top of that for extra fuel for the liver or the diaphragm or the brain or the heart. If you are an athlete and you want rocket fuel, you take you know a good carbohydrate gel, you know like glucose and maltodextrin or fructose and maltodextrin. 
And then you take ketones at the same time and you can have elevated levels of blood glucose and ketones. So you've got like the oh, best the of both time. worlds oh, floating wow. through your system at the same time. It's useful for that. Um, ketone esters particularly are very good at modulating the NF-kappa-B pathway, which can shut down inflammation, particularly related to something I know you're, you're keen on, uh, jet lag or airline travel. Oh so God, if you take yeah. some ketone esters before you fly or after you fly or both, not only is it a great appetite suppressor and a calorie restriction mimetic, but it also shuts down a lot of the inflammation associated with jet lag. So, um, you know, Dom Agostino has done a ton of research on ketones for neural inflammation, for TBI, for concussion. Uh, I've used them when free diving and spearfishing to increase breath hold time, which they work. Oh, no kidding. So, so, um, again, it's a, it's a cool tool in the toolbox. I, uh, you know, I don't think they taste all that great, but uh, the the safety and efficacy profile is pretty good. Uh, you would have to take a lot to shift yourself into ketoacidosis. Like you'd have to be, you know, 10, 11 millimolar of, of ketones. Uh, however, if you're taking a, a you know, regular dosage of it and you're one of those people who measures ketones with a, with a blood or a breath-based ketone monitor and normally you're at one or two or maybe on a good day, three, you take that stuff and you're like instantly at seven to eight millimolar. So, I mean, it shifts you into ketosis extremely wow. fast. I only have yeah. one way to test and it's the breath, little breath acet- acetone, a little. Uh, is it the keto? K-E-Y. Yeah, yeah. 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 The keto, the level, all those are, right. are approximating blood levels of beta hydroxybutyrate by measuring breath acetone. It's somewhat accurate. You know, it's not as accurate as yeah. blood measurement, but far more convenient. And it works for most people to give yeah. me a decent idea. It's just funny because I test and I'm like, I haven't eaten any carbs in like a day and I still never get above a three though, which is yeah. like light ketosis. I'm like, what yeah. the hell? And I think that's what prompted me. I was like, you know, I'm going to take some goddamn ketones. What I notice when I take the exogenous ketones is I have an incredible amount of energy. Yeah. It's crazy. And like mental energy too. It's really good yeah. for focus and stuff. Yeah. So that's, yeah. that's where I'm at with it. Okay. Last thing in the kitchen is... You know, I've gone back and forth with a few different coffees. I don't have it in the bag. I have it in here. But then I saw that you were doing coffee, and I thought, those are your beans. That smells like Keon. And so, yeah, Yeah. Keon coffee. And I was like, well, if Ben's doing it, he's going to be doing it right. And then I read kind of the stats on on the Keon site, and it's not only tested for mold, but there's like higher antioxidant levels and all this next level shit. So give me like the spiel on... Yeah, why your we, coffee's um, awesome because it's what I'm on now, I, yeah, and I have it on my. Hey, it too. just cups really good. I mean, we we had it cupped by some different professional cuppers, and like it ranks very high for for its cupping score. Meaning the flavor profile is just really good for espresso, for French press, for you know regular drip coffee, pour over, whatever. Um, the beans are hand selected for symmetry, so there's not a lot of chipped beans meaning that the roasting is very even, and that contributes to that flavor profile being so good. Oh, trippy. Um, it's all you know, single origin. Only 3% of the coffees in the world are organic, and this is organic. Um, I think the batch right now is Guatemala and Costa Rica for the, for the beans. And then um, we, we package it uh, using like a nitrogen flushing type of packaging, so it's extremely fresh. Uh, there's always a roast date on it. Um, don't keep it in your freezer like a lot of people do. Like keep it room temp. You know, as soon as you get the bag, these these type of containers you have that where you push down and you get yeah. all the air out of it. I like the one uh, Coffee Gator has a good container I use for that. Um, just sucks all the air 
out of the coffee. And uh, yeah, it's, it's organic, uh, very symmetrical bean. Uh, we tested it against 43 other brands of coffee, and it ranked the highest in terms of antioxidants. And it had, I think there was one other coffee that had a, a, like a slightly higher score on antioxidants. And then the mold and mycotoxin profile is basically non-existent, which you know, for me is the biggest thing. Like I don't want mold or mycotoxins oh in my coffee. God, yeah. And so there are, there are a lot of coffee companies that are organic or have high antioxidant or cup really well or have low mold and mycotoxins, um, or are from farms where it's, it's you know, sustainably sourced and ethically grown. Uh, but Keon ticks all of those boxes, uh, which I don't think many other coffees do. So, I'm stoked. I love yeah. it. Um, last thing on the coffee is, I think I heard you talking about how the oils in the coffee get oxidized if you grind it and let it sit there so that you always recommend grinding the coffee, which is what I do right before you make it and doing grind it right before you make it. So if you're buying like bags of coffee that are already ground, those oils are oxidized. Is that true? Exactly. And I mean, it's it's a, you know, you cut open an apple and eat it five hours later. It's just not as good. It oxidizes. It's, it's browned. It changes the flavor profile. So you want a fresh grind. Yeah. Right. Fresh grind and appropriate grind, right? Like coarse grind for French press, uh, uh, you know, thinner grind for, for an espresso. So that's important as well. And right. I grew up with a father who was a gourmet coffee roaster and had to learn a lot about you know, the, the settings on the grind for espresso versus French press. And the water is very important too. Um, aside from the bean, the type of water that you use is one of the most important things for coffee. And uh, if you use uh, structured water, you know, water that, that has that, that, you know, extra bit of bonding you know, between the, the hydrogens and the oxygen and, and the, the external vessel within which the water is contained, you get a better flavor profile on the coffee as well. You just <laughs> travels through the beans a little you bit. You just reminded me of the last thing that I wanted to show you in here. So I use live spring water, which mm-hmm. is these guys from Oregon. Okay. Comes in glass. Now, I, you get this stuff shipped to you from Oregon. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I used to go collect it myself, and I still do sometimes. I have a bunch of five-gallon glass carboys in the garage, and mm-hmm. I find springs around Southern California and wherever I am, and you know, go fill up, and then I keep them in the garage covered. But then my friend um, Makunde started this company, and he delivers it, so it's much easier. So what I'm doing now is I'm doing like I'm on another deuterium depleted water thing. So I'll do I'll mix this. This is um, 65 parts per million. So I'll mix right. half this and half the spring water. This spring so water. So you're dropping the deuterium content of the spring water. Yeah, and the spring water is one. It's 139, mm-hmm. which is really low. Most of your average like municipal water is going to be close to ocean water, 150, 155. So this is already low deuterium water in itself, but it's not technically depleted. So I dilute that by about half. And then I put it over here on the um, on the uh, vitalizer. Okay, so you're spiralizing it to structure it. Yeah. Oh, then you got an infrared. Yeah. Might be hard for the camera back here, but yeah. you got infrared going. So this is which is great. You yeah. could use you could use sunlight too if you needed to. So that's structuring that water. Amazing, and and this is based off of Gerald Pollock's research yeah. at the University of Washington. He's shown that the water structures more efficiently when exposed to infrared light. That's great. That's cool, a, right? That's a cool system. 
Yeah, I'm stoked. I'm stoked. I mean, I just had that panel from Juve, and I have the big one, so I was like, what am I going to do with this? It'll just fit right there. We need to put all this stuff in the show notes for people, for sure. And then then, um, tell me about this. Now, you have a... That's a Soma Veda. Yeah, so this is... I have one of those in my office, but what are you doing with with the water? Well, the Soma Vedic also restructures the water. And how is a little hard for me to explain, but... I, I am interviewing the inventor next week, but the Soma Vedic goes about 100 feet in every direction, and it's made from all of these different um, crystals and minerals and whatnot. Yeah. And so it creates a radiating field, and not all of the units do this, but some of them restructure the water in a way that I can't begin to explain. But I needed it in my house anyway, just to mitigate any EMF. So I thought yeah. I might as well keep it where the water I, is. I like the Somavetic products. My only complaint about them is the intense the blue light. The intense blue light. <laughs> in looking at the research, the number one place I would put it aside from my office, yeah. which is where my Somavetic is right now, yeah. would be the bedroom. Uh, yeah. And instead, I have the the blue shield cube in the bedroom because yeah. it's dark and black, and the yeah. Somavetic in the office. I would love to do some sleep experiments with the somavetic, but it's just oh, I do. I could probably throw a pillowcase over it or something, but well, they they need to get rid of the. Blue I'm going to tell them that because he was like he sent. I got three of them, so I have one yeah. in my office next to the Wi-Fi router. Then I have one in my bedroom bathroom, which I have a Blue Shield cube in there too. And he's like, "Which one of these do you like the best?" And I'm like, "I don't know," because I plugged in all three because I'm just hardcore. And I said, "I would like whatever one doesn't have blue light," yeah. which is why I put it down here in yeah. the lowest yeah. possible and, place. Until I saw yours here, I was unaware that they made one that you know yours has blue light at the base. The one I yeah. have is just like the entire thing emits yeah. a ton of light. I think you have to yeah. put something over the top uh, of it, which is like I have the amp coil too, and I love that thing. But the same thing, they they installed a blue light in it, so every time you turn on yeah. at night, it just same thing with uh, Doctor uh, William Pollock makes a great uh, pulsed electromagnetic sleep mat called the BioBalance that stays on the entire night with settings for for alpha wave, gamma wave, theta wave, etc. But the dashboard on it is like the brightest blue light you've ever yeah. seen. So if you Turn over at night, you know. I, I just put a book on top of it. Yeah, yeah. Some of these manufacturers in the, in the biohacking industry, I, I think they'll eventually catch on that you got to yeah. pay attention to the actual panels that you use, dude. Well, what I have bases. to do is I do these true dark stickers, like I put them on the on yeah. every little blue light on here. Um, I took the true dark panel, the blue blocking panel, and wrapped this fluorescent light in it. So, oh, I, wait, like, what'd you do here? I wrapped the true dark panel around the fluorescent light. So this is your oven light. Yeah. So if you're cooking at night, that's a good idea because yeah. I have one of these overheads in there. And I the did kitchen. I did the fridge too. Huh. I put the true dark panels in the fridge over the little blue LEDs. Oh, such a good idea. Yeah. I'm gonna need to do that. Yeah. The I'll funny- have to re-listen to this podcast after we record it and remember a few of these things. That- the funny thing is about oh, these, oh. and even up here. Yeah. Like that shit shines right in your face when you open the oh, fridge. Oh yeah, at absolutely. Because I have I mean, all amber incandescent yeah. bulbs in the whole house, yeah. so it's you get used to that. And then I really yeah. notice when I walk by the dishwasher, I'm like, ah, yeah. God. You See, know? I, I always wear my red light uh, glasses at night. Um, I use those those wraparound raw optics. Yeah, uh, but I would like to do this because. Uh, my wife and kids rarely put on their glasses. Yeah, uh, they, they all have glasses, but they just rarely put them on. So I'd like to do this in the kitchen and the refrigerator just to make it easier on them. So I don't have to tell them to totally. You know, put on. I don't tell them to put on glasses, but you know, 
<laughs> even even those friendly nudges. It's, Yo, wear your glasses. It's yeah. there's a fine line between being like controlling and codependent yeah. and just caring about someone and knowing yeah. when you know the science on this stuff, it's hard right. to not like go. Yeah, oh, God, things, you know? Like you know, my kids love uh, like like the decorations in the room, and so they have Christmas lights everywhere. And I finally replaced all their Christmas lights with incandescent. Right, but right. sometimes you need to find little little fixes like that so they can kind of have their cake and eat it too. Yeah. And they, they don't know the difference between the Christmas lights that are incandescent or the regular right. ones, but I feel they're going to have less headaches, it. less yeah, flicker. Exactly. So yeah, the True Dark stickers are a game changer. Yeah. All right, dude, that's it for the kitchen. Okay. Yeah, I guess the the one thing I should say because yeah. you know, again, we just talked about it, a shit ton of stuff, and I think sometimes people just like they tune out because like I can't do all this shit. These guys are crazy. Um, find the things that work for you. Like if you just like, if happiness and simplicity is what you need in your life, then maybe you you don't want the LSD and the modafinil and the Yohimbe, but you're just going to do one thing. Like you're going to say, okay, I I want a little bit more energy during the day. I'm going to try some, some ketone esters this month and just see how they work. Like you don't have to, you know, drop 2k and buy everything that, that we were just talking about. And I really want to encourage people that it's okay to not take the all or nothing approach. It's okay to just try a couple of things, see what agrees with you. And what's happened for me is that there are just a few things that I use on a regular basis. You know, like I use, I take organ meat capsules now on a regular basis because they really agree with oh, me. Oh, yeah. What do you think I of use, these um, guys right here speaking of that? Huge fan. These um, ancestral, ancestral supplements? supplements? Yeah. Yeah, them, uh, Paleo Valley, like there's a few good companies now that make uh, organ meats. Like I've been on a kick, uh, especially when I travel, because I feel remarkably healthier when I travel. Uh, and granted, it's a lot of pills, but I take uh, adrenal, heart, liver, thyroid, lung, and brain from Ancestral Supplements. And that's just my mix when I travel, because when I'm at home, like I said, I've got organ meats in the fridge, yeah. typically from U.S. wellness meats, like the Braunschweiger and the head cheese. I bow hunt, so I've usually got a little bit of extra organ meat from whatever animal I've hunted. But when I travel, I don't have you know a little cooler full of liver with me. So I take <laughs> I take the organ meats. Um, there are maybe like seven other supplements I use on a regular basis: fish oil, creatine, a couple of those nootropics we talked about, some peptides, uh, and you know, and then everything else is just kind of occasionally when the time arises, like I talked about LSD, for example, on a very creative and analytical thinking day, where maybe I'm, you know, meeting with, with my, my team at Keon for the day and we're coming up with all our new ideas for, for supplements or, you know, what we want to do that quarter. That's a day where I want to be creative and analytical. So that'd, that'd be like a microdose of LSD type of day. Um, but ultimately the, the takeaway message I would say that's important for folks is, just start small, pick a few things in each category like sleep or brain or recovery, have a couple of things that you can utilize via better living through science for those particular pain points. And then understand that you have a lot of time to kind of cycle through and try some other things, but don't get everything at once because then you're just going to have this dizzying array of stuff that stresses you out and doesn't help you. I 100% agree. And if I could give my one recommendation, well, two, actually, the number one thing would be get really good, clean water, because that's basically what you're made of, and focus on anything that helps you sleep, like sleep and really great, hopefully, spring water. Yeah. That's that's the start. If you could take all this shit away, that's all I would keep, would be like really good water, 
and whatever optimizes my sleep. Yeah. The only other thing I'd, I'd throw in there would be, well, they, they, they help with sleep as well, but I would just say really good light and then unearthing or oh, yeah. practice. Yeah. 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 Uh, I forgot one thing. <laughs> of course you did. Um, Kratom. Yeah. Another controversial one. Yeah. Um, myself having a history with drug abuse, which thankfully I've been rescued from for many, many years. Um, I'm very careful. I think there's some people who would look at your supplements cabinet and say you still abuse. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. But, you know, with things like microdosing psychedelics, it's, it's a slippery slope for most of us. And that's another caveat I would give to anyone that's had a history with that. I feel firmly grounded in the idea that I'm not going to run around and drink alcohol yeah. and do cocaine and all the shit that I used to do. But kratom is something I heard about a while ago, and because it's kind of a natural opiate, I was really afraid to try it, but then I have persistent pain, Mm -hmm. and I don't want to take painkillers. So I started experimenting with it, and I have not had any problems at all feeling addicted to it. I don't crave it. I don't miss it. I don't think about it when I don't have it. All of the hallmarks for me that show me that I'm addicted to something are completely absent. Take it or leave it. And I know kind of my dose where I can take it and maybe relax if I want to chill at one point at night if it's been a long day or traveling, or if I do have some gnarly back pain or an injury, it really helps with that. But I have accidentally, like my former girlfriend one night made me some, and I don't know, she was more tolerant and I got really nauseous and I I just had to lay down for like three hours. It was like a really horrible overdose. Yeah, just like the worst part of an opiate experience yeah. with no yeah. no euphoria, just super, it super does work sick. on those opioid receptors. Yeah, so you have to be really careful. But the yeah. other thing that I found that my stomach tolerates a lot more is the um, kratom extract, which mm-hmm. is like a 50x boil down, <laughs> essentially, of the leaf. And so where do you get that? Um, I'll put the link in the show notes and I'll share it with you. Cool. But it's I think it might be the place where I get my nootropics, like paracetam and stuff. You know, those sites get shut down all the time, so I can never yeah. remember the name because they always change. Yeah. But this like crystalline extract, I mean, a quarter of a gram or a half a gram kills pain like you just took eight ibuprofen. Yeah. And you can take it to the point where you don't feel high, but it does kill pain and also relax you. I think the difference between the extract and the raw powder is you have to take such a minute amount of the extract that it doesn't mess with your stomach or digestion at all. And it's a little more of a head high versus like a lethargic body high. Yeah. That's been my experience. But it's also something I think people should be really careful with. Yeah, it's got I a little known... bit of a liver toxicity profile too. So you need to be a little bit careful if you have elevated liver enzymes, the same as you would want to be with uh, uh, kava, for example. It's right. very similar as far as the alkaloid profile. I have used kratom. Uh, I got into it for a while uh, after I did a podcast with Chris Bell, who's the guy who kind of kind of made the awareness of Kratom pretty mainstream. Oh, the Leaf, Leaf of Faith documentary. Right. Yeah. And, and it is, it's a very, very wonderful alternative to opioids, safer, less addictive. Uh, certain strains, kind of like marijuana, can be uppers or downers, you know, so there are certain strains you can take for sleep. I believe it's, uh, I forget it now if it's the red or the green that you would take for sleep, and then the other one's more energizing. But the only Kratom I use now, uh, occasionally, is because of the combination of the uplifting and the pain-killing effect uh, pre-workout for like a hard workout where I know I actually need to go to the pain cave. I have used the uh, the one that Chris Bell makes called Mind Bullet. They market oh, really? it as a nootropic. 
and the dosage is two before like a, a pretty hefty workout. I'll take four of those and it seems to work pretty well. Oh, damn. I didn't know he got into the business. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah it's a cool guy. Mind, I listened to that bullet. episode you did, actually. Yeah. Mind bullet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, it's one thing I wanted to cover and definitely one like beware because a good friend of mine who I told about, I was like, and he's a former addict. I was like, not even an opium addict, but just former other stuff addict. And I was like, be careful, dude. There's a potential for addiction. He's like, no, no, I'll be careful. Sure enough. He starts using it too many days a week and then runs out or decides to stop. And had three days of like mild, somewhat mild opiate withdrawal symptoms, which would be restless legs, can't sleep, feeling kind of antsy and sweaty. I know that feeling. I experienced that in my former life. So I'm like, wow, if it could happen to him, it could happen to anyone. So I, that was a, a good warning for me to really be careful and not overdo it with yeah. frequency. But same could be said for the Starbucks quad latte that <laughs> right. stop that for a few days and you feel pretty shitty too. Right. But like all plant medicines, it's about, I think about intention, having a little discernment and some self-awareness and self-discipline so that you don't go off the deep end. Like you said, if you look at my supplement cabinet, you're like, wow, you're addicted. And I would say psychologically, definitely so. I'm always yeah. kind of taking things from the outside to change the inside. And that's just something that I'm aware of myself, but it's also something I find really fun. And it's like my hobby yeah. to play with the human body. Um, yeah. you know, could I leave all this shit and still be happy and have a great life? Yeah. But it's like, yeah. why not? It's fun and interesting to do it. I, I, I do dig stuff like this where you're digging into, like I, it's pretty rare that, um, well, I won't lie because it's, it's expensive for me to do this, but I'll go to one of my clients' homes, literally just like fly to their city, go to their home and just do a walkthrough of everything, like the EMF, the refrigerator, the supplements cabinet, et cetera. And it's it's fun to geek out on this kind of stuff and just yeah, go and go into somebody's domain and just like fix shit or advise them on stuff or, yo, this is really good, but here's a better alternative. So right. I think that, you know, maybe for some people watching, cool business idea for you. If you really dig this stuff and you're certified and you love to study it, I think we need more people who are just well-versed who can do like, you know, isn't there a TV show where people go into people's homes and uh, you know, redesign the homes? Isn't that like a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a cool, like, like a home, home makeover. Yeah, like a home yeah. makeover, except it's like a health makeover, right? You go to people's homes. So there's a business idea for some, it's so funny. some young, energetic person who's keen on this stuff, just like... Start a business, go to people's homes, help them out with this kind of stuff. It's funny that you mentioned that because when I first started the podcast, that was my original business model. I even made a name for it, the bio coach. Yeah. And um, my first client was Neil Strauss, who's a mutual friend. I'm yeah. not a client. I did it for free, yeah. but I was like, I want to see how this works. So I went to his house and his was really fun because he had like all canola oil, MSG, like all the really, yeah. really gnarly stuff. And I, I walked out of there with two of those big target bins to just throw in the dumpster. I mean, yeah. he was literally eating poison. Yeah. But he had just I, had his kid. I stayed and he's at like, his house before. I think I stayed there when, uh, right, right, right after, I, uh, maybe I shouldn't say names, a uh, professional snowboarder had just left and the fridge was full of uh, Mountain Dew, right? So, <laughs> right. Yeah. So some, sometimes you find shocking things and, you know, in people's uh, people's kitchens and homes, but um, you know, in their defense, I think a lot of people just don't know, or they have the supplements dialed in, but don't know about the light, or they've got the light yeah. dialed in, but don't know about the EMF. So, I think there's a growing need for for kind of like a service where you, know, you can go in people's homes and help them out with this kind of stuff. Right. So, so get yeah. to it, people. All right, we're officially done with the kitchen. Cool. Let's move on. We'll be right back at you after this brief but important announcement. 
People often ask me about my morning routine because, as you may have guessed, it's quite extensive when it comes to priming myself, getting prepped for the day. There's a lot of different practices that I stack within the first hour or two after waking up. And one of them that is very consistent is red light therapy. The natural red light from a Jew unit supercharges your mitochondria in your cells so your body can make more energy. This has all sorts of health benefits and they're all backed up by thousands of peer-reviewed clinical studies. One of the main things I like it for is that it increases testosterone and that's been one of the biggest wins for me. I have higher T levels now than I did in my early 40s, which is super cool because having great hormones is a key to longevity. Some of the other core benefits are reducing inflammation and skin health. Yep, that's true. Red light therapy actually helps your skin look smoother and fresher. And as we begin to age, of course, you know that your skin quality tends to decline. So Juve is the number one red light therapy brand for a reason. Their devices are sleek, super cool looking. They're very powerful. They're FDA cleared and they come in a bunch of different sizes. So you can set them up just about anywhere in order to fit the space that you have and of course the budget that you have. It's the single easiest health intervention I do because you essentially just stand in front of it. And newer research is also showing that red light therapy is great for improving women's hormone health, like thyroid production. So it's not just for the dudes and the testosterone, it benefits everyone. So if you want to check it out, which I highly encourage you to do, go to juve.com forward slash Luke. That's J-O-O-V-V dot com forward slash Luke. Once you get there, you're going to get a special bonus from the team. And of course, there is so much information there to study and learn more about this scientifically validated therapy. That's juve.com forward slash Luke. And now back to the interview. Here we are in the bedroom zone, and we're going to talk about a couple of the sleep optimization techniques and various things going on up here. So the first thing is my most recent acquisition and practice, which is the ozone generator. And I can't name the brand because I got it from a private manufacturer who wants to remain unnamed, but there Mm -hmm. are legitimate places you can get them. Um, My thought here was, I suspect that I have some systemic fungal infections, as most people do. At various times, I've had fungus on my feet, which is an indication that there's probably something inside. So I started doing the rectal infulse, what's it called? Insufflation. Insufflation of the old, which I'm not going to demonstrate on camera. But then there's also, that's, that's why you have this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's also something really interesting that I've been doing as well, which is ozone to the brain via the ears. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and then there's another one. Ozone bagging for limbs. And so to work on the foot fungus, this goes your foot or arm or anything. This is for when people have like diabetic ulcers and crazy shit like that. But I'm like, huh, have some pesky like foot fungus. You forgot to wear your sandals in the locker room. Yeah, exactly. Foot goes in there and you run like a low pressure ozone uh, on your feet. Yeah. But this one is really cool because. It's an airtight seal, and you put it on like half a liter of pressure, and then you start to feel it (laughs) going inside your skull. Mm -hmm. And the idea there is getting rid of any systemic fungal infections Mm -hmm. that could have made it up into your head. Yeah. And one thing you can also do with this, and again, this is not sanctioned by any medical establishment. This is my own thing, so don't try this at home, kids. 
The other thing is sometimes I get sinus infections, less so now that I'm living clean. So what I'll do with that is I'll take a huge breath in, like, mm-hmm. and then hang upside down and run the ozone pressure all through the sinuses. Which would be fantastic too if you have biofilm, you know, right. mycotoxin related illness in your sinus passages. And then you just got to make sure that you like, and so this blow it unit all out. that you have, uh, it came with all these connections. Yeah, for that. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I've 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 used rectal insufflation before, and you know, rectal or vaginal insufflation can be very effective for for fungal issues and fungal overgrowth. But hadn't seen the the earpiece before or the ability to do it. I mean, I've I've seen the um, the nebulizers where you can right. nebulize it, but right. that is a cool setup. I did. Yeah, it's cool too because when you do it in the head, it goes through all of your sinuses and everything mm-hmm. too. So if you have any kind of weird like lymph shit, like basically anything yeah. from chest up gets affected when you do it. Yeah, through the, the head, the concentration. You know, a lot a lot of people have, or not a lot of people, but it's easier to use like an ozone water generator where you're just drinking the ozonated water, right? But you're getting nowhere near the effect of the singlets that would that would damage the fungi that you'd be getting from something like this. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, I've been working on the um, Frank Schallenberger book, The Ozone Miracle. It's covering up the logo on this right now. Oh, sorry, that's <laughs> okay, but. The interesting thing so with this secret. book is he talks about all the different protocols and the concentrations of gamma that you want for the different things. Mine's just set on high for everything, which is probably not the smartest way to do it. So I'm researching right now to get more accurate dosing so that I actually know what I'm doing. Yeah. I, which I normally wouldn't wing something like this, but ozone is relatively safe anyway. So yeah, as long as you yeah. don't breathe it in your lungs. Right, that's exactly, exactly. Wow, very cool. The Ozone yeah. Miracle by Frank Schellenberger. Yeah, he's kind of the, the guy. You know, he's, yeah. as far as I can tell, one of the foremost experts. I'm working on getting him on the show and covering ozone because it's weirdly something I haven't covered, but um, it's useful for so many different things. Yeah. And then there's a whole other mitochondrial yeah. ox- oxygen issue that it's really good for too. Yeah, and if, um, if you need to, so if you had a machine like this or access to a machine like this, you can hit neural tissue. You can hit the sinus passages. You can do uh, the the rectum. You can do the vagina, but the blood you, is difficult to get. Right. And so that's where that cool procedure that a lot of docs are increasingly using now called ozone dialysis. Yeah. Is that the ten pass yeah. IV? Yeah, yeah, I did a few you, rounds you do, of that. You can do you can do ten pass ozone, but then ozone dialysis is a little bit different where. It's literally like passing the blood through a dialysis machine and ozonating it simultaneously. Oh, really? The 10-pass ozone, it's being ozonated, but not filtered. And Ah. uh, Dr. Matt Cook, I interviewed him. He's got the clinic up in San Jose, and he does that ozone dialysis. Uh, Phil Leneau, I just found him in uh, Spokane, Washington, and he's doing it too now. Really? In your hometown? I'm going to go in for a few days of it with Phil. Oh, cool. Uh, probably this winter, and and, and this see what kind of sludge I can clear out from the. The bloodstream. cook guy is the peptide guy too in San Jose. Yeah, he's amazing. Cool. In fact, I'm having dinner with him tonight. Oh, cool. We're we're, uh, we're recording a country music album tomorrow morning. Are you really in L.A.? Yeah. So oh, dope. We both love country music. He blasted all over his office, so we decided. Oh, that's to, cool. Uh, he has a patient. He's like a you know, like a music guy and has a studio, so we go. Sweet. Music. Yeah. All right. The other thing, which Total is, rabbit hole. Which is part of the, um, the ozone setup is the air purifier. So I have this Austin Air Health Mate, 
which is just a HEPA, and I keep it over near the ozone so that, you know, any air filter. Yeah, so that I'm just blowing fresh air basically to blow away the ozone that Mm -hmm. I might be breathing in. Yeah, that's smart. But I've not really, you know, I wanted to get a molecule. I've seen some different air purifiers out. I've had the Austin Air things. I've had these for 20 years. Yeah. But now you have like more advanced air filtration. So what are you working with at home right now? I have... uh, in my home, because I built it, all the venting has its own HEPA filtration system built in called Our Air, and that uses uh, UV light and HEPA. And oh, then sweet. I've got a couple of those standalone molecules. And the molecule filter, uh, for those of you who don't know about it, spelled with a K, it is not a HEPA filter. They use a, a microfiltration process that filters out, you know, uh, uh, things that are like a thousand times smaller than what a HEPA is going to catch. So that's like the creme de la creme. Those are about, I think, 700 to 800 bucks for a single standalone unit, but it'll cover a room like 400 to 600 square feet. I think that's why I haven't so, gotten a molecule yeah. yet. <laughs> I link them on my site just because I researched yeah. it enough to think they're probably yeah. the best. But then I'm, I go to order one. I'm like, 800 bucks, really? And as with many of these things, uh, like we were talking about downstairs in the kitchen where You've got blue light producing devices. The molecule does have uh, Wi-Fi, but it's disableable. You can go into the settings and disable it. So right. just make sure if you get a molecule, you can go into the settings and make sure you turn off the Bluetooth and the Wi-Fi, especially if you have that in your, in your bedroom, for example. Smart. That's the thing. Uh, when I moved in here, I installed all these Sonos everywhere. And then when I had Brian Hoyer over and doing a screening, <laughs> every Sonos speaker is basically like a Wi-Fi router in your house. Yeah. It's a freaking disaster. Yeah, we, so. we hardwired our music system with a Cat6 shielded Ethernet cable in the walls. And again, I, I realize a lot of people can't do that because we, you know, we built, so we were able to do yeah. it from the get-go. Um, do you have a kill switch or like an EMF something? Yeah, like EMF, EMF kill switch I have downstairs and it's going to be installed um, momentarily. What I do in here at night is there's a breaker box in the laundry room and I just kill all the power in here at night. Yeah, that, which is that amazing. That EMF kill switch is hooked up to the main breaker for right. the house and you can just flip that or can you control it remotely? Like if you're laying in bed and... and it has a remote and you can choose which breakers you want to turn Perfect. on and off. Yeah, so that's, that's going to cool be the setup. game changer. When I buy, I rent this place. When I buy, I'm going to do like you and just make a compound and do it right. Yeah. But I don't want to spend the money on a place I'm renting. Right you now, it's like it'd be nice for the next own, next yeah. renters, but I'm not right. trying to like you know put money into their yeah. um, real estate holdings. Yeah. All right. Next thing is uh, spinal decompression. You ever use one of these? Uh, show me. Okay. So this is. They usually have these at a chiropractic office. Yeah. Just do that one time. It's just this. Oh, this thing's hitting it? I can take it off. Okay. Can you just, uh, yeah, just do it. Yeah. Give me a go when you're ready. Okay. So the next thing is spinal decompression. And this is something that used to be only available at chiropractic offices. And Glenn from uh, Pristine Hydro down in Laguna Beach, a great filtration system, which I'm about to stall, install in my kitchen. Wait, water filtration? Yeah. I mean, I drink the spring water, but I don't always want to use that for cooking and coffee and plants. So pristine and hydro is like a, like a central filter, like an under-the-sink type of thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and they do, they they put mag bicarb in the water, they vortex the water, right. they do the whole thing. It's pretty Very cool. Yeah, it's, they're, they're, as far as filtration, they're one of the best. I know you're pretty hip to the filtration stuff, too, and your dad makes something really great also. Yeah. 
Uh, there are definitely the, uh, the hydro energizer is the one he makes. Cool. Yeah, I've actually looked into it. So this guy, what's this thing called? It has a real name. I forget. It's called the Home Track. Home Track. The Saunders oh, yeah. Lumbar Home Saunders Track. Lumbar Home Track. Deluxe. Yeah. Oh. So the way this works, it comes with the hand pump, but Glenn taught me how to hack it. So you can use an air pump, which makes it okay. super fast. Yeah. So, so for, for people listening, it's like this platform that you're laying down on with a pump attached to it. And what's going to happen is sort of like a medieval stretching your spine. So these straps go around your I hips. Gotcha, yeah. These straps go around your ribs. And it pulls your lumbar spine apart and decompresses yes, it. Yes, this is like okay. So, um, and it feels I have this thing called so good called Doctor Hose decompression belt. It's you could like wear it on airplanes and stuff. It comes with a little handheld pump. You put the belt around your waist and you pump it up, and it decompresses the spine while you're like, oh, sitting sick, on the airplane. Oh, sick! Really? Yeah. Um, this is this looks like kind of an upgraded version of something like that. You want to try it? Yeah. All right, lay down right here. Which way does my head face? Uh, head's up here. Okay. And then lay so your midsection is right in the slit there. So okay. meaning like the space between your hip and no, your rib is right where this crack is. Okay. Yeah. Turn it the other way. Sure. Sit up for one sec. Okay. Let me flip it. Like that? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Okay. okay, so this is catching your hips. You have a substantially smaller waist than I do. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it works it's out a, more. It's, no, it's, that's genetics. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I've just like all the boys in the Greenfield family have these like Victorian corset-like waists. That's and, funny. And uh, big shoulders. It's a uh, we, we, we fit into the, uh, what do they call the Adonis ratio um, quite well. But not as well as I'm going to after this. Yeah, wow. this thing feels so good, dude. Oh, wow. Okay. And if you go to a chiropractor mm-hmm. and they put you on one of these, they're going to charge you like 150 bucks. Wow. You can buy this whole thing on eBay for like two hundred dollars. Oh, I would have expected it to cost more than that, but I would it's imagine like two hundred dollars probably the, table. the rig you have set up next to this husky. Uh, is this just an air decompressor? Yeah, yeah. You get the little husky That's air little extra air decompressor off Amazon, maybe mm-hmm. fifty bucks. And this and then, is normally this right here would be where you'd have a hand pump, but instead yeah. you have it attached to this. But pristine hydro sell this little adapter. That's oh. the hard thing to find. Without that, this won't work. Perfect. Get out of your cooks. Uh-huh. And then this is your pressure gauge. Okay. It's got three settings, release, pump, and hold. So you put it on pump when you turn this baby on and you're gonna feel it stretch you out. Okay. Then you put it to hold, and you can see the pressure. I usually go to about between 100 and 160. Okay. Um, go ahead and just put me on crush. And you hold it for like a minute. Okay. Are right, you ready? All right. I'm ready for my spinal decompression here.
I did uh, 10 sets of 10 hex bar deadlifts this morning. This is probably (laughs) perfect for post deadlifting. Your workouts are nuts, bro. With uh, so each one, sometimes I'll just do simple workouts, but they're still hard. So it was two minutes on Jacob's ladder and then set of 10 hex bars and back to Jacob's ladder to hex bars. It was back and forth. Oh my God. 10 rounds. Try out that workout if you'd like. Jacob's ladder to hex bar deadlifts. This feels great. Doesn't that feel good? Yeah, it's just, it's just literally decompressing all the vertebrae. Like I can feel like I'm yeah. just completely stretched out. Right well, it's interesting. Spot. You'll feel the the vertebrae um, spread out, and then you'll yeah. it'll move your body. Yeah, you can actually feel more separation between your yeah. hips and your no, ribs. I have to say, actually, for people who would want a portable solution. Because like I mentioned, I have that that Dr. Hose decompression belt. Yeah. It actually feels kind of similar to what I get from that. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's awesome. I'd like to wear that when I'm at my desk. Right. It's, it's so useful if, if you're just like, you know, on the go, you want to decompress your spine while you're driving or on an right. airplane or at your desk. Right. Um, you just don't want to have a big meal before, of course, because it literally just like right. compresses all your organs as well. So. All right, we're going to release you now. Okay. That's probably been about a minute. Release the hounds. Yeah, and then it just slowly starts letting you out. So you get the unit off of like eBay, and Mm -hmm. then you contact these folks who you talked about. uh, At Pristine Hydro, Hydro on their site under accessories or something, they have this little adapter that enables you to connect the pump to the tube that goes into the lumbar. The lumbar yeah, machine. People, otherwise, you have people to people with disc compression and otherwise you uh, have to back you issues. have to plug yourself in yeah. and lay there and go and then pump. Yeah. yeah, which takes forever. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah. So yeah, props to Glenn over Pristine Hydro because he's the one that hacked the system to use it with this pump. I dig it. It's cool, right? Cool. I'm two inches taller. <laughs> you probably are, dude. Amazing. And that's it. Very cool. Yeah, I'm glad I remembered to show you that. I was I wanted yeah. to get your take on it. And now I know about a portable one too. Yeah. I dig it. All right. Then the other thing is the biomat. Mm-hmm. Are you uh oh, yeah. of these? My, my kids have a biomat mini and I take a nap quite regularly on on the biomat pro. Oh, cool. The way that I do it is I lay it out on the bed. Uh and the biomat, you guys, is it's embedded it looks like this it's embedded with these amethyst and tourmaline crystals so you get uh, negative ions very similar to what you get if you were earthing or grounding but they're very concentrated from these crystals and then it 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 heats via infrared and so it kind of operates on the principle of hyperthermia which is why in korea where it's manufactured they actually recommend it for cancer patients because hyperthermia can be cytotoxic to cancer cells uh what I do is I lay it out on the bed in the winter up in Washington. It's really oh, nice because it's like a warm teddy bear. Yeah, yeah. I don't sleep on it because it's too hard. Those yeah, crystals yeah. are just like super hard. But yeah. you lay it in your back, and then I have a, a set of these Normatec compression boots. Right? It's graded oh, yeah, compression yeah. that kind of milks the lactic acid and metabolic products out of your legs and up towards the heart. So you put on these boots, and then you lay on the biomat like this. And then the, the final component... And again, I realize there's the people snickering about the biohackers with all their crazy stuff, but this is better living through science. It's amazing. I use the new calm, right? So I do new oh, calm, yeah, boots, biomat. And this is at like, you know, 2 p.m. when I just need to check out after a long morning of work. 
And I'll just do the 20 minute power nap function on the new column and lay there on the bio mat with the boots on and just go to a happy place. And you wake up and your legs are light as a feather, your body's all warm from the bio mat. So that's a good combo. Yeah, we're going to cover the uh, the new column in a moment. Yeah. You can also, by the way, if you don't have much space and you own a biomat and you want to turn your biomat into a sauna, you you get the biomat, you turn it all the way up, and then you wrap it in those those mylar blankets, those insulated oh, blankets. Right. Get super hot and you can get a sweat on. And it's almost like one of those done for you, like infrared sauna blankets, like yeah, the company yeah. higher dose makes. Yeah, I have one of those. This yeah. is like that, but that's you turn your cool. biomat into a sauna with the mylar blankets. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah. a great idea. Yeah. Um, other thing that I know you're a fan of is the the V light intranasal yeah. LED yeah. thing. Are you still using these? I use the V light. Uh, it just operates on on that same principle as like the Juve light panels you guys saw in Luke's kitchen to activate the cytochrome C oxidase in the mitochondria. So pairs very well with the methylene blue because of that. You know, again, the same reason that methylene blue would pair well with sunlight. But this Vilite does it for neural tissue, and they've used this in people with Alzheimer's and dementia. It's great for increasing cognition, focus. There's two different models, one for alpha brainwave production and one for gamma brainwave production. And what I have is the one that comes with like a headset. Yeah, you yeah, put on the headset, and then the nasal probe goes into your nose. And so you get the headset just blasting your neural tissue with this light and this wave function. And then the nasal probe does the same thing through your nose. And uh, very similar to like the Juve panel, for example, you don't want to use it too frequently. So in the case of the of the V-Lite, the recommendation is about every 48 hours or so. Like that would be the, the minimum amount of time spent between treatments. But uh, again, for something that makes your head feel clear as a bell, something that pairs well with nootropics like a methylene blue, for example. It's a, it's a cool device. So this one here is the 810 infrared, mm-hmm. which is the invisible spectrum. The one I used to have, I forget the number, but it lit up your whole nose like bright, bright red. Yeah. So those... It's probably a lower wavelength, more visible wavelength. Right, like right. 700. What I use this thing for, weirdly enough, is every couple nights I'll put it in my nose when I fall asleep and I get better sleep scores when I have it. It's really, huh. really trippy. That's cool. I've, I've never thought of using it for that. Yeah, because but you, the cool thing about the one that comes with the headset is you can just use the nasal part if you wanted to. Right. So you don't have to sleep with like a light helmet on your head. Yeah. I'll have to try that though. That's a cool yeah, idea. Yeah, it is because it's it's like I mean I wake up kind of like ah what's this thing and I shove it to the side but it's I don't know I fall asleep quickly and I get good sleep scores on the aura. Yeah. The next one's the power medic laser, uh, which is the cold laser. And this thing has been incredible for tennis elbow, tendonitis, injuries, and also for cuts, burns, bug yeah. bites, stuff like that. You ever mess with lasers? It's just low-level laser therapy? Um, well, yeah. it's 1,500 milliwatts. Yeah. This one's 808 nanometers. Yeah, I, I have. I don't own a unit. I've been treated with a unit before. You have and they can a work practitioner? Pretty well. yeah. yeah, like a practitioner with a cold laser setup. Yeah. 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 There's the, this particular set comes with this one and then one that's got just one diode. And who makes this one again? Uh, they're called Power Medic Lasers. Huh. Yeah. I met the guy at the Bulletproof Conference a couple of years ago, Arnie, and interviewed him. Brilliant guy from um, not the Netherlands, not Belgium, uh, Norway, somewhere over there. 
maybe it was Norway. Mm-hmm. Uh, brilliant guy, really cool guy. And he invented something um, called the Giga Laser, which this has three diodes. He made this huge thing that's like maybe two feet by three feet with, I don't know, a couple hundred diodes. And he did a study where he treated infertile women with this laser diode machine over their bellies. And I think he did like 300 women that were infertile and it had tried all other means, ended up getting like 250 of them pregnant. Whoa. It's like, I mean, I forget the numbers, but it was an insane. He didn't get them pregnant, but they <laughs> yeah, he was very active, gonna... <laughs> very yeah. virile man. Yeah, great job. Um, but yeah, the, his thing, it, it treats infertility. It's wow. fucking crazy. Yeah, that's the Giga Laser. They're like, I think, 50 grand. You have to yeah. you know, go to a practitioner. But for any women listening, they're having problems with fertility. Look up the. Um, Power Medic Lasers, Giga Laser. There's only a couple in you the United States. You just world population overgrowth. With yeah, I know. Dude. Sorry, globalists, yeah. eugenicists. Yeah. I just blew your whole plan. Um, but yeah, the lasers I love. One thing I did that was interesting with it is when I adopted this dog, Cookie, she had just had her spade surgery, and so she had a big gash and stitches on her belly, which had been shaved. And I treated her every day with their other laser that's just one diode. It's a little less powerful. And I sealed that cut up and like, Three or four days. Wow. Yeah, which would have been there for a long time. She doesn't even have a scar. Amazing. Yeah, it's cool. So Hmm. that's a good one too. Yeah, and the juve panels can work a little bit like that for collagen and elastin and skin and scars. But that concentrated amount directly against the skin is pretty efficacious. Right. The juve go. I know you have the juve go. You can kind of sort of use that for a similar effect. You know what I? You know what Probably I? Probably not as concentrated. You know what I did with laser. this one in a recent trip to London. I got this thing called a Verilux, which is a um, seasonal affective disorder light. It's in the kitchen. Yeah. I forgot to show you, but anyway, it's a bright, full spectrum, like mimicking sunlight. And so I use that with the the Juve Go, this little mini guy. And each morning, because I couldn't get any sun, I was in the UK, and I'd wake up super early. I would mimic the sunrise and just go sit in front of the blue, you know, full mm-hmm. spectrum daylight and this light in the morning to get myself in a new time zone. And it worked like a charm. Yeah. Dude, yeah. it's it's crazy. I had no jet lag. Yeah. Within That's two days, I was totally acclimated. The only thing to bear in mind, and, and I don't know much about the Verilux, but increasingly studies are showing the irreversible retinal damage. Ah, shit. I guess you don't have to worry about it since you have that visomite and stuff, but <laughs> the, uh, the irreversible retinal damage from concentrated blue light. And so a lot of the better companies are using like a bluish green spectrum, which actually knocks off some of that blue light damage. Uh, the, the glasses that I use called the retimers are based on that. Uh, I don't know what the Verilux uses, but some of those just like blue light boxes that you get off Amazon. Right. You need to be careful. You can expose your body to them, but you don't want to stare directly into them. You want to limit eye exposure. And the cool thing is you've got photoreceptors on your skin. And so you'll still respond from a jet lag standpoint. Yeah. If you're not staring directly into it. I think uh, those ones you're talking about, the the seasonal affective disorder ones, um, are a little bit, some of them are lower grade. The Verilux is full spectrum and it does have okay, it's some of spectrum. the green Good. and maybe even a little yellow in there. Yeah, there's a couple right. different settings, but you know when you're on the super blue one yeah. versus the one that's more full spectrum that cool. has the kind of the rainbow. But I didn't know that was why. Yeah. I was like, blue light, sun, great. Yeah. Good to know. Yet another reason to uh, be careful with your backlit LED monitors. <laughs> Dude, right? Yeah. All right, next thing is, which... I'm going to assume that you use, which is the, this is the Uller by the people that make Chili Pad, Chili yeah. Technology. Yeah. 
You using these guys? I, I do. I use that nightly. I've got it set on the boost function for 55 degrees. It is, um, it, it, it's a must for me for sleep when I'm at home. My sleep scores are always in the 90s when I'm at home because I have all this stuff at home. Yeah. When I travel, despite all the travel hacks that I bring with me, I'm usually 70s to 80s sleep score when I travel, like measured by, yeah. by the aura ring. At home, though, you know, I've got the blackout curtains, I've got the Uller. I've got the you know the EMF uh, blocking kill switch, and I mean uh, you know how uh, do you use the aura ring at all? Yeah, yeah, every night it gives you like a crown if you get a good yeah. sleep score. Yeah, yeah. I get a crown every night at home. Yeah, and it's because of a lot of stuff like this. And that that chili or that they used to call it the chili pad, the Uller is a game changer. And the cool thing is, if you have one of those PEMF devices, like those mats that will just stay on the whole night, like yeah. that uh, that biobalance mat that Dr. Pollock makes, it can actually concentrate the water in the Uller can concentrate the frequency when you're on that mat. So the play is that you put the mat under your, your sheets and then you put the Uller on top of the mat, you know, and then your top sheet or your, your sleeping sheet goes over that. And so basically you're getting PMF and water and cooling the whole night. Oh, that's nuts, dude. Yeah. I tell you, since I got the chili pad, it's been a few years. When I think when they first came out, I got it. There was they had a few bumps in the design, like a couple of times. You know, I had problems with the first prototype, kind of that they yeah. had. But then the Uller is flawless. But dude, I'm so addicted to this thing; it's actually really hard to travel without it. I have to crank the AC on like the lowest setting in any hotel yeah. to even compete I, with this. I mean, what, so I'm staying at, at a guy's house down in Venice Beach, and he doesn't have AC. I open the windows at night, but I take a two-minute cold shower before I go to bed. Right. Just and some people are like, oh, I was gonna wake you up. It you get a brief kind of like mammalian dive reflex, sympathetic response. You're mildly awake for like five or ten minutes after you do it. But like for me, I have to take a cold shower before I go to bed if I'm sleeping anywhere where there's not AC. Yeah. So Uller, then uh when I had Brian Hoyer come out and do my EMF screening. Much to my chagrin, this area right here where the bed is had a tremendous amount of geopathic stress. So like under this house, there's some ley lines or water lines or something that's causing the geopathic stress. So when he went through with those, what are those rods called? Um, Dousing. Dousing rods. Like right when you cross, right across the middle of the bed, they go boing and it's like just off the charts. So, so I got this pad from him by Geovital. Uh, GeoVital Academy for Building Geobiology and Radiation Shielding, GeoVital.com. And it's a geopathic stress shielding. It's called a satellite. And so you put this thing at a diagonal angle anywhere near where there's a geopathic stress zone. I don't know how this shit works, but you go back across it with the dowsing rods and you're totally clean. So <laughs> that bastard, he told me to move my bed. He didn't tell me about <laughs> He didn't tell you about the fat. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of pain in the ass to, yeah. you know, move my it. wife wasn't going to F around with the feng shui of our bedroom. Uh, right. Because we, uh, we did have a little geopathic stress in our bedroom, not in my kid's bedroom, but in our bedroom. So that's perfect. I'll get one of those. Yeah, I mean, I'd have, to, I'd have to move my bed over there to get yeah. away from it. And this is like where the bed's supposed to go. It's yeah, like sleeping exactly. in a little tree house. Then yeah. the other thing is from, um, and I know you know this guy, Andreas, the German guy, because you have the same pants. Yeah, he makes pants and a shirt and a hat that yeah. I can travel with on the airplane. So now, now he made a little sleeping bag, Faraday, it's not a sleeping bag because it's not thick, it's just a sheet, 
And so you sleep inside this like a sleeping bag, and then the whole thing closes over your head, and you're completely shielded. That's it's perfect. super sick. Yeah, so he gave it, it to does me. Does it breathe pretty well and stay pretty cool? I mean, without the chili pad or without the Uller, I'd be bombed. I mean, if I was in a hotel with a lot of, you know, the, all the Wi-Fi signals coming in through the window, you know, big yeah. city, whatever... That'd be actually yeah. a pretty good solution. I used it on an airplane. <laughs> oh, yeah. I look like a fucking nut, but I don't really care because I'm I am a nut. Yeah. And I just why wouldn't own you that. just wear like his pants and his shirt on the airplane? I don't have so. a shirt. Okay. Yeah. He gave yeah. me the pants and I have these great yeah. underwear underwear called Get Lambs. Mm-hmm. It's really great yeah. EMF underwear. I, there's a company, Faraday, um, that make them too. Those are just shielded like in the front, which is great. They're more comfortable. They're real thin. The lambs are shielded all the way around. So those on the plane, what's his, Andres, Andres' company called? Um, GTC? I don't, I don't remember. We'll put yeah. it in the, I feel he'll, so he'll bad. He'll eventually, I think, go mainstream, but yeah, I feel bad to find German company. I don't right remember now. the name of his. It's like XTC, CTX yeah. Studios. We'll put it in the show notes. But yeah, this thing's genius for travel. And because I have a little RF coming in ambiently and I'm single right now, I've been experimenting with um, sleeping with this, and it also you can ground it if it's appropriate. It just depends on what's going on. So the way yeah. I'm going to ground it is throw a wire out the window of my bedroom into the dirt outside, mm-hmm. and then ground this. And when there's no female in my life that I don't want to be isolated from, yeah. I've been well, sleeping got, in this thing. So if you look at this, um, Clint Ober at Ultimate Longevity sells. Uh, this is this is a fixed or is this be a button? No, a button. It's like a button. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The buttons that Clint Obersells would probably fit into this, but he's got like these long thirty foot cables with a stake at the end of them. I have one. So you could get one of those, plug yeah. it in here, and just toss it out the window and yeah. stake it into the ground. Yeah. Check it, dude. Yeah. Because that's what I do at my desk. Is I've got a grounding mat from Clint Ober's website, and there's just like a cable going. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, this this guy right so here. All you need is. Yeah, see, that's not going to attach, but he sells, well, this these, has an alligator he sells clip. these little buttons that'll probably attach, or this. Here, check it. Yeah, so you could you could just, like, tape, as long as there's metal. There's an alligator here, clip that connects. that, button this on. Look at it. Yep. This actually came with this little clip, so you could do that, and then you could go, boink. Yep, perfect. And then, then you toss this out, put it in the ground, yeah. and grounded. Yeah, Easy. cool, right? Yeah. Mm. I mean, I'm looking forward to more people making travel shit. I, I'm not always yeah. going to do it at home because my room doesn't have much EMF anyway, but I've just been experimenting with my sleep scores. Yeah. Strange thing. When I installed the Soma Vedic units, all three of them, the first night, I slept 10 hours. Yeah. It knocked me out. Then the first few nights with this, my HRV was like 36. Normally, it's around 55. This killed my HRV for the first few nights, and now my HRV is normal, wow. and my sleep's normal because I've gotten used to the three Soma Vedics and sleeping in this. Mm. So, cool. Interesting development, mostly, I think, for travel, though. Yeah. And just to be that guy on the airplane. Yeah. The other thing <laughs> that you could kind of get a similar effect with if you weren't sleeping on one of those PEMF mats would just be a grounding or an earthing mat. That's right. going to reduce a lot of the inflammation related to EMF. Just lay it under the sheet while you're asleep. You know what, though? I, I do travel with those. When I tested, uh, again, with Brian Hoyer over here, which we made a big video of, too. I've got, to, I've yet to put it out. But we tested my, um, my grounding mat, and I had it plugged in outside the window. But because of the electrical fields in the room, he tested my skin voltage meter when I'm grounded is much worse than when I'm not grounded. So in this particular bedroom, I stopped sleeping grounded. 
But then I figured I could turn off all the breakers, so yeah. I'm probably good again. But that's the thing. Grounding is really weird if you don't properly test with an EMF yeah. specialist. Yeah. You can be making it worse because you become the conduit. If there's a lot of for power the stray, through the ground where you have to right? mistake in. Yeah, for so, me, it's a moot point because I'm out in the middle of the forest. Yeah, so you're stoked. But anyway, the grounding yeah. thing is a little complex. You have to really like do the skin voltage meter test yeah. to figure it out. So anyway, that's it. We're done with the bedroom. Cool. Nice bedroom. <laughs> One last thing I'm just going to show him in the bathroom and then we'll go outside and, and do that, which I think is going to be substantially faster. Well, so, so you've got a shower filter, first of all. Yeah, so in here we've got two shower filters. The big double header is from Pristine Hydro. It does chloramine, which is what we have in LA, versus chlorine. Is a little, you need a little different filter medium. And um, and gets out a substantial amount of the fluoride too, which yeah, is really hard to get it's, out. It's so important. People put put in their water filters under the sink or or uh, you know like a countertop water filter, and then they shower and just get completely covered in chloramines and anything else that's in the water <laughs> straight through the skin. And these shower head filters, I mean, you can see it on the video if you if you watch the video, they're super easy to rig up. Yeah, you can buy trial versions. I put versions two just to be safe. Yeah. The first one is by Omica. Mm-hmm. And then the second one in line is Pristine Hydro. Between the two of them, that water comes out pretty clean. Yeah. I mean, I still wouldn't drink it outside of an emergency, but it's definitely good for showering. Yeah. And then this is the other Soma Vedic. And this is the this one has like a little less blue light than some of the other yeah. ones. This is their, I forget, it's like the pneumatic one. But this one is the one that's strong enough for 5G, according to them. Oh, wow. And so that's why I put this one closest to the bedroom. Yeah. Yeah, just because, especially in LA. Yeah, it's just nuts. I mean, we don't have five G right in this area, but mm. yeah, this thing's been cool. And then the other thing is, which I know you have too, is the Blue Shield. Yeah, this guy right here, the Blue Shield Cube, which I have an interesting anecdotal story about this one because with the Soma Vedic and the Blue Shield, to the skeptic and science-minded person, they're a bit of a tough sell because you can come in here with an emf meter and test the rf fields and they don't change at all on a meter if you install these but with the blue shield my last apartment i was having all these problems with vision brain fog vertigo dizziness it was fucking horrible and i didn't know what it was until one day and then i had installed one of these just because well i'm sure there's emf around and that i know about scalar waves and i believe in the technology basically cr- creates a harmonious field that doesn't block the emfs but it gives something your body to resonate with so that it doesn't resonate with the emfs basically right. so one day after i'd interviewed jack cruz and he reminded me how important sun gazing is i'd been doing my mornings cuz i had a direct line of sight to the sunrise so i was on that and i thought man i got to get the sunset so I went across the street to an office building that's three stories high across the street, and I sneak out onto the roof. And right when I get to the top of the roof where the doors are, all these warning, radiation, Verizon, warning, warning. Oh, God. I saw those signs. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me, dude. Like me of all people. If you don't know about that stuff, you're like, oh, whatever. But I know how bad it is. So anyway, about 100 to, well, maybe I'm exaggerating, probably 200 yards from my bed, are two massive multi-tower cell towers pointed right at my bedroom. And so that was what was causing all of those issues that my vision went bad and all this stuff. And to know that the Blue Shield is not placebo, I had had the Blue Shield in my place for about six months before I knew I was living next to the cell towers and all my symptoms had gone away. 
Wow. I didn't relate it to the Blue Shield because I didn't know the symptoms were from poisoning from the cell towers. So after I moved, I was like, oh, shit. It was the Blue Shield, dude. Yeah. It was impossible for it to be placebo because I wasn't even paying attention to I had to a client who did EMS. nothing except uh, install that Blue Shield cube throughout his house and get the personal device that you place on your body. Yeah. I keep one in my fanny pack. Yeah, me too. And uh, every marker of inflammation, CRP, fibrinogen, cytokines, everything dropped to rock bottom from elevated levels after two weeks of using that. Wow. Wow. So, I mean, it... it it works. Everything's anecdotal. There's no big, huge human clinical research studies. But if yeah. you're concerned that you're EMF sensitive, or you just want to mess around with it and see if it works. I, I think the Blue Shield devices are pretty cool. Yeah, I do too. I'm now traveling with the Soma Vedic and the Blue Shield to put in my hotel rooms. And then I keep the little Blue Shield pocket model with me whenever I leave the house. Yeah. You know, I mean, a lot, you know, a lot of this is the Joe Dispenza, Bruce Lipton, biology of belief kind of thing. Like if you're paranoid of everything hurting you, it is hurting you. If you have a resilience and you're building your magnetic field psychologically and spiritually, you're more impervious to these things. But I just like hitting it from all angles. So it's like that fine line of awareness and fear. So there's these things around. I'm going to plug them in everywhere. It can't hurt. But at the same time. That's that's a very good point. It's not going to hurt you. Aside from perhaps your pocketbook. Yeah, yeah, totally. And even yeah, it can a lot of these devices, they do have return policies. You can try it out, see how you feel. You know what's crazy, dude? Blue Shield, I asked them, because um, I was just getting some tests. They did some interesting HRV testing, live blood cell analysis, and they did some testing on um, cows and chickens, which was very compelling. And I was asking them, like, you know, how do you guys prove that this works since it doesn't affect an EMF meter? And um, they emailed me back and said that they have a like a one or 2% return rate. Yeah. It's like no one returns them because you feel better. Yeah. You know, so it's like yeah. if these things were bullshit and the same, I don't know what their return rate is with some of Vedic, but they have a really liberal return policy. I, f- I forget what it is, but you have plenty of time to give it back and they give all your money back. No one wants their money back because you feel better. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm that or we're all just a bunch of like rich effers with too much time <laughs> order shit and forget to return it. <laughs> that, sorry, sorry for the language. Kids. That could be part of it as well. All right. So that's um, that's it for upstairs. The last stop, we're going to go out to the Zen Den, the biohacking lounge. We're going to just check out a couple things out there and do an ice bath and, and that we're going to call it. We'll be right back at you after this brief but important announcement. I've known for a long time that the cannabis plant and the hemp plant are very powerful healing plants. And I was really excited to see some of the government regulations ease up over the past couple years and to be able to watch all of these CBD products flood the market. Now, that's a good thing and it's a bad thing. It's good because, wow, now we've got, you know, the opportunity to really research this plant more, to be able to make its use more widespread and safe. Uh, You can get many products now that aren't psychoactive. However, I'd be careful with the drug tests. Um, But anyway, you can use the cannabis plant without getting high. You can actually use it as a health product. The problem is, is that there are so many CBD products on the market now, it's really difficult to choose the one that actually works. So my money right now is on Onda Wellness. I'm really excited to tell you about them. I've been using their products for a couple months now, and um, I'm finding it to be very, very effective. And this has a lot to do with the fact that it's a full spectrum oil, meaning all of the constituents that make this medicine work for you are present in the plant and no chemicals at all, even alcohol, are used in the extraction process. So they've invented a proprietary extraction process that gives you the good stuff 
out of the plant that actually has a medicinal effect without adding any toxins or chemicals to it. And of course, obviously, if I'm going to talk about it on this show, it's organically grown. I mean, that goes without saying, right? So if you want to check out CBD, if you want to get relaxed, if you want to ease up your anxiety, improve your sleep, that's what I use this stuff for. Um, it's pretty awesome, actually. And I just had some before I cut this recording about 20 minutes ago. I'm not even kidding. So go to ondawellness.com. That's O-N-D-A wellness. Ondawellness.com. Enter the code LUKE15 at checkout and save yourself a cool 15%. That's ondawellness.com. The code is LUKE15. Check it out. And now back to the interview. All right, so now that we've covered the inside of the house, we're going to head upstairs to the Zen Den, which is where I do all of the <laughs> really freaky stuff, including, oh boy. including the ice bath. You know, this is where we have all the biohacking technologies and things like that, so follow us up. The Zen Den. Yeah, buddy. Dangerous. It's the most peaceful place on the property. That's nice that you got this little place back here behind the yeah. main spot. Yeah, it's, it's where I spend a lot of time, actually. It's less distracting. You've got your trampoline back here, your X3 bar. Yeah. You're not a true biohacker unless you have a mini trampoline. Oh, yeah, everybody knows that. Go ahead and have a seat over here. Okay. I'm going to give you, give you a little bit of a tour. A lot of these things okay. you can be familiar with. So what we've got going on up here is the Juve red light panel. Mm-hmm. With the vibe plate, because why not vibrate while you're getting your juve on? Why not? And then this guy over here is the biocharger. Have you used this thing yet? Uh, I have used it, or I've had it used on me. I admittedly have never done a podcast on it. I haven't looked into the technology much, uh, but it makes cool sounds and whiz-bang lights. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it uses a combination of the Tesla coil. Mm-hmm. PEMF and also these uh, vials here are full of noble gases. And so when you turn it on and light it up, which I might as well just do. Noble gases. Which you can also get from eating a lot of legumes. Mm-hmm. It does a little something like this. Now, normally there's a fuck, <laughs> there's an arc rod. That happens too. <laughs> normally there's cool. an arc rod up on the top mm-hmm. uh, that actually produces a little bit of ozone um, but when the arc rod's on there it makes a lot of noise yeah as I was going to say this is quieter than what I've seen before on a as charger it, as it goes through the different frequencies um, it will produce a lot of noise so I put a different setting on the top but and now, so right now with, with what you have turned it on to what frequency is it producing? Um, this one is 7 hertz right at the moment but it runs and through each recipe has all different frequencies. And so some of them are very energizing. Um, some of them are very calming. So mm-hmm. what I'll do is I'll come up here and do the new calm, mm-hmm. which now we don't have the cream and the little electrodes, but mm-hmm. you have yeah. a little sticker. Yeah, deal. I've done a podcast with the guy from new calm and I, I still would- swear by that thing. And yeah, he, he now That's has the how, option instead of getting the, the GABA cream that you'd put on your neck to instead get that uh, sticker that you place over kind of like the, almost like the, uh, the acupressure point on the lower arm 
and it's basically embedded with the same frequencies as the GABA cream. So you get this inhibitory neurotransmitter release without having to mess around with the cream. And it knocks you and on your ass. I keep losing ass. the discs. That's the only problem. I know. So I put this little sweatband here just to look cool and keep the disc on. And then there's an app uh, that has these crazy ass. Yeah, the 20-minute the power nap function on the new comb is the most amazing thing ever. It's it knocks rad, me out. Right? I do two of those in a row if I just need to check myself out and I don't have time to go to sleep or I know I won't be able to go to sleep, and it just works amazingly. The Newcom, in conjunction with some of the settings on here, is super powerful because you can set this on like the Theta mm -hmm. or the one called the Pineal Experience. And listen to the new calm. Something I've been messing around a little bit with with the new calm and this whole setup up here to go into altered states, including an experiment I did the other day with a microdose of ketamine during meditation, is I'll put on my Joe Dispenza guided meditations where he takes you through the different energy centers and stuff. And I'll put. And where are you getting those? Downloads from his site. Meditations. Yeah, they're, dude. I mean, I'm not one for guided meditations because mm -hmm. I, I do Vedic meditation. I mean, I don't need a guide. I just go into the zone. I've been doing it for a long time. But his are very specific. So what I'll do is I'll put in this set of headphones with mm -hmm. Joe Dispenza's voice. And then I'll put on the noise canceling headphones with that and put myself into this programmable Smart. theta so you've got state. meditation going at the same time as the new poem. Yeah, and so then... I like that little audio stuff. I'll be brainwashing myself because I'm making myself so receptive between the, the waves that the biocharger is putting off. Are you staying lucid during the meditation? Or is the calm kind of... Because for me, the new calm causes me to pass back and forth from like an unconscious to a conscious state or a subconscious to a conscious state. So I'd imagine you're just kind of getting osmosis. Very much, very much, yeah. And my idea there was that if I'm putting my brain in this very programmable, in the most positive sense, theta state, that whatever information I'm exposed to is going to really stick in the subconscious. Hmm. And that's why I've been experimenting putting the dis uh, Dispenza meditations underneath the new calm because I yeah. know I'm super programmable because I am in this kind of half-asleep, theta state, which is like my favorite feeling. That's why mm -hmm. I love to meditate, but I thought I might as well just stack them. Yeah. Or even like I've been doing hypnotherapy and she records the sessions and those are about 20 minutes. So if I do the 20 minute um, new calm nap, which is that's the new calm app, which is their very specific audio programs that they have, which take like an hour to download. They're really dense files. I'll run the the hypnosis session in the little headphones and then do the new calm over that to like accentuate the hypnotic effect. And, and where are you getting the hypnosis sessions? I have a woman named um, Alexis Hoven that okay. comes over and does them and records them. So they're customized. Yeah. Yeah. Because oh. I'll tell her whatever I'm working on. I'm working on, um, you know, romantic relationships or working on a sense of self-worth so that I can have more financial abundance, like things that I know I'm being blocked from by subconscious beliefs, early traumas, things like that are, that are preventing me or holding me back from accessing different levels of success or abundance. And so yeah. hypnosis is a way of reprogramming your subconscious mind that's holding those beliefs that you're not worthy, you don't deserve it, you're not smart enough, like all that bullshit that some of us suffer from that hold us back. So 
you can do affirmations all day long, but that's your conscious mind. You have to get yeah. through to the subconscious, right? Yeah. So stacking all, that's why I call this the Zen Den, because this is, I don't do any kind of work up here. All, I all I do in this space is all healing or just psychological or spiritual work. And yeah. so stacking these, and at the same time, just to be nuts, this is the vital reaction hydrogen inhaler. Okay. And so this produces yeah. 7% hydrogen gas and if i'm gonna be sitting here anyway for 20 to minutes to an hour i'll just put this on so you know, a little neural anti-inflammatory effects exactly actually really if you're breathing it in full body yeah so it's and who, who makes this uh, hydrogen water these, inhaler? these are the guys in um, boulder that i introduced you to via email they also make tabs they're called vital reaction okay yeah really great company i've been working with them for a while and they don't make a hydrogen water machine. They do the inhaler yeah. um, with the cannula, or you just get the tabs and you drink it. Yeah. But they're super solid. And I've had this thing for a couple of years. I've even dropped it. It's never broken. It works every single time I turn wow. it on. No bullshit. 7%. You've got your little reader there. And then I have Very the cool. True Dark Red sticker on it yeah. because it produces that. And then here's the True Dark film because I'm going to put this over this thing because yep. when I come up here at night, I get blasted in the face. Sure. And when it's dark in here, the blue light is so strong. I would imagine. So that, and then I recently decided to add the Fisher-Wallace into it too. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I'll do the Fisher-Wallace. So you're getting a little vagal nerve stimulation from the Fisher-Wallace, which is actually excellent for, based on their studies, decreasing your uh, cortisol levels. Right. And uh, that, that, that's a cool device. You use that at the same time as the yeah. Calm? Yeah. Wow. This with the new Calm, with the Trotispanza, with this on the theta frequencies. That's a lot of things. Um, it's it's self-experimentation. And like we were saying earlier, like, can you live a happy life without all this bullshit? Oh, my God. Totally. Yeah. Just meditate for 20 minutes, get some sun, have a good life. But it's... Um, it's my hobby. It's like yeah, it's it's fun to experiment. That's what yeah. shocked me. It's, it's yeah, cool. oh, well. yeah. Don't touch metal when that's on. Oh wow, good to you. know. Um, yeah, yeah, it's fun to experiment to tell you that with this stuff. And uh, you know, guys like you and I are not necessarily doing this stuff so that we can then turn around and tell everybody to do everything. But when we find the stuff that's really cool, that really works, the stacks, so to speak, that aren't supplement stacks, like we were talking about in the kitchen, but are biohacking stacks, you know, these, these, you know, disparate biohacking companies spread around the globe, they don't necessarily develop a new calm and then test that with a circadia, you know, in the presence of a biocharger with hypnotic tracks or with, you know, dispensive meditation tracks. But what's cool is, you know, then there's I guess more or less almost like pioneers like you and I who will dig into this stuff and turn around to people and say, yo, we just found something really cool where you can bind all this stuff together, you know, the vibration platform with the infrared or your your Faraday protection cage in there in the bedroom with the grounding cable. And I, you know, I think this stuff's a ton of fun to experiment with and just figure out what stacks effectively. I think for me, it's like if I'm going to sit here for 20 minutes and spend time doing something and there's 10 things sitting here, right. I might as well just yeah, plug in all 10 things. smart from a time efficiency standpoint. It's the same, it's the same amount of time. I'm typing articles on my desk. I've got the juve light on. I've got the, the nano V on. I'm on a grounding mat. I've got an essential oil diffuser going and I'm like wearing the V light. And it's wonderful to be able to be productive at the same time working on an article or talking on the phone and 
enhancing my body simultaneously, shutting down inflammation, fighting that uphill battle effectively that we all have to fight in this post-industrialized era. We're bombarded with Wi-Fi and then you know, the cell towers that you experienced and you know the, the toxins and you know, the, the rocket fuel from walking onto the airplane and the brake dust from the highways. It's just nice to be able to mitigate some of those things we experience when we are living in a modern world and we're not necessarily privileged with being able to uh, have a career and provide for our families while living on a pristine Himalayan mountaintop, right? So we use a lot of this stuff to, to help us out. Well said. So that's pretty much it for up here. You know, other than that, we've got the clear light sauna. Mm-hmm. And then also what I did is I put one of the smaller uh, sauna space infrared lights inside mm-hmm. the clear light. Is that pretty heat stable? You're not concerned. Oh yeah, about it's that. very heat stable. These these are the hand blown glass. It's quite thick. I've okay. left it in here for over an hour. Oh wow. And it's also got a protective Even with your case. sauna jacked up to 158 or yeah, highest setting. Huh. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's got a protective thing and you gotta be careful not to touch this. It'll burn the shit out of you and brand you like a cow. Yeah. But I'll use this on the old uh, testes. Yeah. Um, on the thyroid, mm-hmm. different spot checks, you know, like yeah. tendonitis, stuff like that. And it also just helps to heat it up. Cool. Um, I did get a warning from Clearlight being like, oh, don't put stuff in our sauna because it yeah. could break. But I checked with sauna space. They're like, nope, these bulbs are are hot enough on their own. If they were going to break, they break just from having it yeah. on. And so the ambient heat in here doesn't really heat the air. It heats your tissue. Good so yeah. I had I've, had, bulb, I've had no problems I had a bulb explode in my clear light, but it may not have been a sauna space. I don't recall which, which brand I had in there, but I did have a bulb explode at one point. I doubt it was based on talking to okay. Brian, the owner, Good. about this. He's like, Good. dude, the glass on those things is so yeah. thick that that thing heats up so much hotter than your sauna. Yeah. If it was going to break, it would break itself. Cool. And then this one down here. Oh, let you move off. This one down here is four of the sauna space. Uh, incandescent bulbs. Yeah, this thing is really great. So what I'll do when I'm doing breath work on the sheepskin here is I'll crank this guy up as a little precursor to doing an ice bath or just getting some blood flow or mm-hmm. even just the red light therapy at night. This cookie likes it too, you can tell. She, dude, she loves yeah. being in the sauna. Yeah. Yeah, wow. she'll go in and then I know when she starts to pant, I go, okay, outside. And she's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm done. But wow. she loves the red light. And oh, she cool. loves, yeah, she loves the sauna. So yeah, that's it for in here. I like the Zen Den. It's yeah, a good buddy. setup. All right, I'm going to throw my shorts on and we'll get in this ice bath. All right. You always have to warm up for an ice bath by jumping up and down on a trampoline. Otherwise, the ice bath is a waste of time. Horribly ineffective. It's a great way to put on a lot of muscle and get jacked. Jump up and down on a trampoline. I'm joking, but it's good for lymph lymph flow. I have one in my my living room close to my office. You know, in between when I'm taking breaks from work, I'll just jump up and down for a little while just to get some blood flowing. All right. Okay. So you ready? Rock and roll. Okay, so here we are at the homemade ice bath. Now, for complete plans on this ice bath, you can Google Luke. Ben Greenfield ice bath, and I sent That's him right. all of the yeah, plans. I have all the plans published yeah. on my website. Yours and Rick Rubin's set up. 
Uh, and I also, uh, I don't know if I told you this, you have a shout out in my, in my new book. Cause I put some of the oh, stuff in there sweet. too and talk about your setup. So oh, thanks dude. I and appreciate then, uh, that. Yeah. There's a new company I'm looking into now called Morozco Forge that does like a 31 to 32 degree ice bath that stays at that temperature, even in like 110 degrees of ambient. Oh, that's so yeah, awesome. It's like a unit like this, they ship to your house. So, so this guy here looks a lot cooler from the outside because I had my handyman build a case, but inside you have a Sears chest freezer and I just filled it up. So it's only at about 47 right now. Usually I keep it at 35 to 40, but I changed the water yesterday because I knew I had company. They'll still get your attention. And then I put a copper uh, ground wire in it that's screwed into the ground with a big corkscrew stainless steel plug so that you're grounded while you're in here. Another important thing, let me step beside you here, Ben. Yeah. Another important thing about it to regulate the temperature is to have it on a timer, which is like a Christmas light timer. But you always want to make sure it's turned off before you get in. You don't want to get in something electric with water in it. Super important. So you can tell it's on because the light will be on or off. So as long as I have it on timer, mine's set to come on like three or four hours in the middle of the night, and that keeps it at the right temperature. And other than that, it's like a one and done. Cool. And then you clean ice with, uh, what do you do? Food grade hydrogen peroxide? You know what I do to clean it? Sometimes I bring my ozone generator up here mm -hmm. and I dip the um, water ozonator in there mm -hmm. and I'll run it for like an hour. Yeah. But I had this old stuff. This is like some old school, like raw food, vegan era shit from the early 2000s that ended up probably going bankrupt. It's called Adya Clarity. And this is what people were using back in the day to purify drinking water. Cool. And then it came out that it was really unsafe. Uh, but basically they're sulfate minerals and you pour maybe half a cup in here. And in 24 hours, you'll see all of the impurities in the tap water um, and all of the um, all of the hardness, all the minerals, all floats to the bottom and makes like this brown dust. Sulfate minerals. Yeah, it's crazy. Huh. So it's a really great water purification. Cool. But then... Adya. Yeah, and I don't know if they sell it anymore because there was a lot of controversy. Um, it was it says, back in it the... Adya water. It was some hippie Adya shit they had. Huh. And then this is the shower filter that I used to fill it up which is like a garden hose filter that takes out um, some of the chlorine and heavy metals and toxins and stuff. So first I filter that, then I do the object clarity, and then I just change the water when it starts to get fungal cool. from germs and stuff. Cool. You want to go first or second? Dig it. Sure. Jump in. So in many cases, before you do uh, an ice bath, if you really want to pair the breath work to the ice bath, you can do kind of a breathe up to prepare your nervous system. And that would involve, for example, you, you can do this seated or, uh, or, or lying or squatting if you're concerned about passing out, for example. But you just do a series and sometimes a few rounds of just like a basic. You do about 30 breaths.
You'll generally hold that exhale as long as you can. Gives you a little bit of a nitric oxide release. And usually a few rounds of that really prepares your nervous system if you're going to do a long cold soak. And then you just get in. There's also a bolt on your butt end, so careful not to sit on the bolt. A bolt. Okay. It's where the plug is in the bottom. Which way do you usually go? You Uh, face... butt on that end. So you face this way? Yeah. Then your feet won't... Your feet will hit the bolt and save you, but... It's taken a while to find a plug that doesn't hurt. And the key with the ice bath is to train yourself to kind of suppress that sharp intake of breath, that mammalian dive reflex. That's kind of that sympathetic response. You kind of want to train yourself to not engage in that, to not, (laughs) and to instead engage in some kind of breathing that kind of settles the body as you're in the bath. I like a box breathing or a four, eight breathing. So box breathing is four count in, four count hold, four count out, four count hold, and the four eight breathing is simply four count in, eight count out. And I like to do the out count through purse lips. If you want a little bit extra vagal nerve activation when you exhale, you can kind of make a humming noise like this four count in. <sighs> Because the ice bath is going to help with your nervous system tone as it is, but humming, chanting, singing, gargling, all of that will enhance it a little bit. And then if you can, you always want to get the face under because that's where you get the most amount of cranial nerve and vagal nerve activation. And like Luke and I were talking about in the kitchen, you can do two minutes. You can do five minutes. Once you get past about 10 minutes, sometimes you will find you get that hypoglycemic drop. Um, it can tend to get a little bit stressful if you overdo it. But I personally like about the two to five minute sweet spot. And if you're doing rounds between the ice bath and a bike or a trampoline or rounds between the ice bath and the sauna, sometimes you can you know go shorter than that You know, or do like a three-minute ice bath, three-minute exercise, back to the ice bath, etc. So I'll give Luke a chance to get his chill on. I crave this water. Mm-hmm. Oh, it feels so good. Yeah, we got, we got up easy today. It's only at about 48. Yeah. Sometimes it's um, it's a bit more jarring. But you still, from what I understand, as long as it's under 55, you still Yeah, under about benefits, 55, you're, you're getting a lot of the benefits. I think you really nailed the main point, and that is to keep your breath regulated. Yeah. I find most people that aren't used to this, when they get in there instinctively, <laughs> I mean, it's... it's Rip the teeth, tighten the jaw. <laughs> it's funny, too, because like I've, I've dunked really tough fucking guys in this thing. Just yeah. big, ripped, burly men's men, and they get in here. <laughs> yeah. 
It always you know, cracks like, me up. <laughs> like m- muscularity, uh, fitness, et cetera, is not necessarily synonymous with, with vagal nerve tone or the ability to be able to quickly activate the parasympathetic nervous system, you know, and, and uh, just because you're, you're yang doesn't mean you're zen. Right. And I'm, you know, I'm halfway joking. I'm not trying to like clown because that would be obvious that I'm jealous that I'm not a huge ripped beast of a man. But it's just funny. Like you think, oh, someone's really tough. And then you get them in here and you're like, whoa, dude, why is this so hard? But it's just that you have to, um, you have to tone your nervous system in order to handle different types of stress, whether it's, you know, having a confrontational negotiation at work or, disagreement with or someone you're having a relationship with or getting an ice bath, it's all the same nervous system that freaks out. Right. And the same techniques work to calm your nervous system no matter what the external stressor is. Yeah. And so this is a good teacher for me to learn how to breathe. Yeah. So if you get in here and you just... <sighs> even one or two of those right when I get in. I mean, today it's not very cold. It's 48, so it's... It's kind of refreshing, but when it's 35, yeah, I'll still get that when I get in for a second. But yeah. if I take a couple deep breaths, yeah, I, I get this really calm, meditative state. Yeah, the more stressed you are to on any given day, you know, the more difficult that ice bath is just because it's, right. it's that much more tricky to downregulate the sympathetic nervous system. This is a question I got for you, which I'm pretty convinced I have the answer for intuitively. But what I used to do is I would work out and you know do some kind of weight training or whatever. And then I would take an ice bath because I love just cooling down the inflammation and not being sore. And then I got to thinking, if you're trying to build muscle, you want inflammation yeah. after you work out. So now I do an ice bath, then I work out. Yeah, doing the, doing the cold first can really elevate your ability to be able to work out harder right. afterwards. As long as the cold isn't so long that the muscles are getting super duper cold because then you right. got to warm them back up. Cold after is only going to blunt the muscle building response if it is significant. 10 minutes or longer is sufficient to drop the muscle temp enough to where you don't get that inflammatory response. But a quick cold soak after a workout is great because you decrease the oh, core really? temp, you reactivate the parasympathetic nervous system. So like two minutes is fine, but oh, you wouldn't okay. want to do like a 10 minute ice bath, which unfortunately, you know, a lot of you know, football teams, et cetera, they got the ice baths and locker rooms. A lot of people are doing that post scrimmage or post-workout, but you save that longer cold exposure or that de-inflammatory type of cold stimuli for later on in the day, or at least a couple hours after the workout. Right. Yeah. Noted. All right. Yeah, because I, I definitely notice when I do the ice bath before I work out, I'm way stronger and I get yeah. way less winded and fatigued. Yeah. I have a whole article uh, on my website by Brad Kearns about like just the whole mechanism behind pre-cooling before exercise, and they can have a pretty cool... Pun intended effect. So, yeah. All right, good. I'm glad I got a chance yep. to talk to you about that. Yeah. Because yeah, I'll do my X3 bar, right? Yeah. I, I dry off and then I do yeah. that. And I'm like, holy Quick shit, I, I can do way more reps when I'm cold than if yeah. I'm already hot. Yeah. Well, I've I've got about 10 minutes before I got to be boogieing away. Cool. So, I think, I think we covered a lot of stuff. We did, dude. And, um, and it's, it's, yeah. it's been great because... 
my original plan was like, oh, cool, we'll come over, we'll shoot a little video, and then we'll record a podcast. But yeah. the video has been so in depth, it's like, wow, this actually is a perfect podcast. It is. Like we covered a, a lot of stuff. So yeah. I know we still on Facebook Live as well. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you guys for for coming along for the ride. Hopefully people picked and up something. Give us a, tell us about the book that you have coming out. Cause this is probably going to oh, come yeah. out after new year's. Um, so if this comes out after new year's, then my book is now available. It's currently available for people who are watching the live, uh, for pre-order and it's called boundless. The entire book, all 608 pages of it is designed to help you unlock boundless energy day in and day out. It's chock full of, anti-aging and longevity protocols. Uh, it's got a ton in there on on sleep hacking, on jet lag, on immune system, on uh, mold, mycotoxins, Lyme. I just cover soup to nuts, brain, body, and also spiritual enhancement, gratitude, even you know, delve into psychedelics and some of these energy medicine, sound medicine protocols. Uh, and it's it's all uh, available right now at boundlessbook.com. Well, thanks yeah. for coming by, man. This is the ultra hang. This is the cool. kind of shit that I like to do when I, I have it. a guest come by. I dig it. So thanks for it's, joining it's me. It's way better than just sitting around stuffing our faces with Caesar salad and having a coffee or whatever. Goddamn yeah. right. Yeah. All right. Cool. Thanks, Ben. Thanks, you guys. When Ben Greenfield was here, we went through the entire house, you know, the kitchen, even the upstairs bathroom, the bedroom, the Zen Den, my biohacking lounge in the backyard. And I covered like every biohack that I do. And then when he left, I realized we didn't come in here to the podcast studio because we basically made a podcast inadvertently by talking about all the stuff in the house. And we forgot one device that I'm a huge fan of and I use literally every single day. That's why I have this funny medical cannula up my nose. It's called the Nano-V by Eng3. And the way this thing works is you put distilled water in this little bottle and this magical machine uh, turns it into something called exclusion zone water that you then inhale. So it's a very fine water mist. It looks a little something like this. And the net effect of this is a really powerful antioxidant and anti-inflammatory. So there's different things in life that cause oxidative stress, um, being around EMFs, exercising, emotional stress, any kind of stress to your body or mind causes oxidation or oxidative stress. And the Nano-V, when you breathe it, reduces dramatically the oxidative stress and the inflammation. So even when I take like long road trips in my car, I take the Nano-V and I plug it in in my car and I just breathe it as I go. What that really means um, in a non-scientific term is just that you have more energy. So I usually keep this thing on my desk. And when I'm sitting on my desk, maybe two or three times a day when I'm doing a lot of work, I'll just sit there and inhale this thing while I'm working at my desk. And this is just red because you can change the color of light. And when I use it at night, I don't want blue light shining out of there. So that's why it's red, but that's just clear water. And you can tell that it's going by just taking it out of your nose and you can kind of feel the air, which is this water mist coming out of it. And the thing that I like about therapies like this is that they're passive, meaning you don't have to dedicate time and energy to go do it. In other words, I'm going to be sitting at my desk anyway. I might as well be reducing the oxidative stress that I'm experiencing while I'm there. So it's really kind of a no-brainer. There's a ton of research into this. I also did a podcast on it. You can um, just search Luke Story Nano-V. I forget the episode number right offhand. 
but there is a lot of data and science to back this up. It's used um, by a lot of athletes. It's used by military personnel and, of course, biohackers that are just looking to optimize their mind and body. So that's the Nano-V, and I wanted to make sure that I got that in because it's one of the most important parts of my health regimen at home. So there you go. I told you guys this episode was going to blow your mind. If you made it to the end, you're a diehard because Ben and I went so deep on this episode. I want to encourage you to watch the video on YouTube. Just uh, get to my YouTube channel and uh, you'll find the video there. Again, you're definitely going to want to check out the show notes over at lukestory.com forward slash podcast. Just look for the Ben Greenfield episode and you'll find it there with clickable links and tons of great discounts. So it was really a great uh, privilege to be able to have Ben come over to the house and just teach me so much stuff and teach him a few things. Just a very cool hang. Uh, Speaking of cool, I want to thank our show sponsors. We've got some great CBD from Onda Wellness. You can go to OndaWellness.com. The code there is Luke15 to save 15%. That's Onda Wellness. Uh, I'm in Costa Rica right now traveling. I took the Onda Wellness CBD on the whole flight just to stay chill. I took copious amounts of it last night. I slept a solid 10 hours and they helped a lot. Then my Raw Optics glasses, I brought those with me on this trip too. My blue blockers, you can go to rawoptics.com. That's R-A optics, rawoptics.com. The code there's lifestylist for 10% off. And then my friends over at Juve, you can go to juve.com forward slash Luke and get a special gift over there. This Friday, I'll be back at you with a solo show, treating viruses, finding your tribe, brain mapping, and neuroplasticity. All of the questions I answer on that solo show are taken from the private Facebook group. Join the group, ask questions. I will answer it most likely, unless it's just an uninteresting question or one that's already been answered. Uh, I will answer it on a future solo show. So go to Facebook, search the Lifestylist Podcast, request to join, come in, join the party. So this was our Christmas show. Merry Christmas to you. And uh, we'll be having a New Year's Eve show with a very special guest by the name of Gabby Bernstein. So here's what you got to do, guys. You got to make sure you subscribe to this podcast. So as you hear my voice right now, literally, here's what I want you to do. Please do this. You'll understand why in a moment. Reach down to the app, look for the word subscribe and click it. If you subscribe to the podcast, it really helps me because it helps my show be more searchable in iTunes. The more people subscribe, the more visible they make your show in the algorithm. So it's a really great way to support me and the work that I'm doing here. It's also a great way to support yourself because every episode that I release will be automatically downloaded to your app so you don't have to refresh it and go look for missing episodes. So every Tuesday and even often on Fridays and sometimes Sundays when I put out bonus shows, you're going to get pinged and you're going to get uh, new episodes of this here podcast. So as we bring this year almost to an end, I want to thank you so much for joining me. And uh, I'm just having a blast doing this. You know, I'm, I'm doing some field recordings here in Costa Rica for the next week at Soltara Center, uh, doing some ayahuasca ceremonies, etc. That's uh, something I'll be releasing in the next few months as I come back and integrate and do a full-on report on that. So traveling around the world, uh, having experiences and sharing them with you is just such a pleasure getting guys like Ben to come over to my house and just geek out and be able to make inspiring and educational content out of those geek outs is really such a gift. And I'm just incredibly grateful to be doing the work that I'm doing. I'm working really hard for you. I'm doing my very best to bring 
most life-changing podcast on the planet to you. And I really appreciate your support and subscribing and sharing this with a friend. I mean, after all, tomorrow is Christmas Day. So what better gift that doesn't cost you any money than to just text like five of your friends and be like, yo, here's the dopest podcast ever. It's going to change your life. These two guys geek out so hard on all... I don't think there's been an episode ever in the history of uh, podcasting that has geeked out this hard on health and biohacking. So if you if you know someone that's into that, send it their way. I'm really looking forward to uh, doing some more great events in 2020. Wait, no, wait. What is it? Yeah, 2020. 2020. That's right. The events are as follows. So far... Are the, although there will be more. I'm working on some retreats and all kinds of fun stuff. But I'll be speaking at Paleo FX April 24th through 26th in Austin, Texas. And I'm guessing our guest Ben Greenfield is probably going to be there too, as he normally is. Then I'll be speaking at Meet Delic in Los Angeles, May 2nd and 3rd. That is a psychedelic symposium of sorts. It's going to be epic. I'm really excited about that. To get into any of my upcoming events, just go to lukestory.com forward slash events and all of the tickets and information will be there. All right. Merry Christmas. Have an incredible holiday. And I can't wait to bring you Gabby Bernstein on New Year's Eve and then carry us into the new year with tons of great episodes to follow.